Welcome to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survived the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. I forgot to do that last week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. But this week, uh, we go up against a force of nature, or more accurately, a god. Yeah. I was waiting for you to... I oh, you'd. sorry. <laughs> Zilla. Or, or more accurately, a god. Zilla. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't planned. Yeah. Uh, did you did you see the new trailer for King of Monsters? Yeah, of I Monsters? actually watched it um on the bus on the way here. There's that scene where you was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> and just go somebody going, "Zilla." <laughs> so cheese. But you know what? That made me go, oh, "I want to watch this movie." <laughs> that trailer has um some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard in a trailer. Yeah. I can't remember the other examples, but I know they're there. I remember, like, thinking it yeah. when, when I watched it for the first time. And then, and because it's a movie made after, like, I don't know, 2010, there's just lots of shots of people going, ah! Because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> uh, that's a, a thing now. <laughs> Every movie has to have somebody, like, screaming into a void of, or cacophony of like buildings falling or explosions yeah, or yeah. something. Um, a lot of pull-ins on people sort of looking wistful in the rain as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Looking the up, calm. At, yeah, looking up at something in in wonder. Actually, it's in yeah. a lot of superhero films. I think it's in that trailer with Eleven from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. It's in most trailers now. Yeah, it's somebody looking up, going, "Oh my god, Zilla." Yeah. The Endgame trailer had, like, four of them looking up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you looking up at? Yeah. It, with Avengers, it was like, oh, I guess Tony gets back to Earth. You yeah, know, yeah. You know what they're looking up at. Um, or it was, they did it in the trailer for, was it Captain Marvel, where it's... Uh, her as a kid getting up from being knocked down and then her as a teenager and then her as a, a student and all this. Watched. But then it was actually in the movie. But it looked it, like it looked like it was just a trailer moment. Right, yeah. Of like, get up and fight! You know, this kind of thing. But then it was in the movie. I was like, really? Oh, okay. I, I thought that was just in the trailer. But it was like, basically it's the same shot but it's yeah, different yeah. points in her life. Uh, but yeah. Similar kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're doing Godzilla this week. Now we are focusing on the original Godzilla or the Toho Godzilla, yeah, uh, as opposed to the the new Godzilla from the current franchise, the legendary Godzilla, uh, or any of the other variations. We're we're covering the yeah. the Toho Godzilla, or well, actually, specific not even the Toho Godzilla because he even like gets more powerful as they go along. Oh yeah, but so specifically, we're covering. Gorgira, like the the very first yeah. Japanese Godzilla monster, yeah, yeah. and that in itself is confusing because there's two versions of that film. There's Gorgira yes. and there's Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, I watched the American version where, um, like, it's you know, like I guess she because she has all the babies at the end and she attacks New York, and then only Matthew Broderick can stop her because <laughs> uh, he's he's good at catching worms and stuff it, like that and then he help he gets help from like the these like French army guys and Le- the guy is Leon in Leon the movie he's there and uh, he he his impression of an American is he's chewing chewing gum and stuff and it's really funny yeah, so, yeah. that's a good one I get, but then they're like, kind of like raptors at the end is that, that that was the one I was supposed to watch right that's exactly what other one would yeah and then be. there's that terrible um, P Diddy does a song with a backing track from um, 
Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Because when you said the original, I was like, the first Godzilla, I thought you meant the first one I saw. <laughs> I don't think, see, you told me this joke prior to this, so there's no way I can act like, oh. But yeah. I think, actually, uh, God, they, they specify in that film, though, that Godzilla produces asexually, not that it's actually a female. They do, actually, yeah. Right. Uh, whereas in the original Toho series, yeah. Godzilla probably is a female. Oh, really? Okay. Uh well, it's debatable. The first one, we can get into that after. But yeah, yeah so you watched, but you did watch the original King of the Monsters US yes. version of Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, to be fair, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla is probably better than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's just a film where a guy spliced into key scenes from another a movie that came out like two years prior. Yeah, um, it was nineteen fifty six. So the original Japanese movie was fifty four, and yeah. then two years later in fifty six they did a an American version. Yeah, and, um, I found it really enjoyable watching, like how he was put in. Uh, it's, for like, its time, it's so well done. No, it is, and like I said, it was a, it. It's not actually a bad film. I still quite enjoy that version too. Yeah, but to be fair, I don't have the hatred most people have for the 1998 Godzilla either. Either do I. I'm very fond of it. Like, I don't know why. Like, people like, hate... Most people are like, oh, like, they ruined it. That's not Godzilla. It's like, well, fine. Like, the Godzilla films are ridiculous anyway, other than the yeah. first one. Like, they get, yeah. like, so silly. It's like, do you really care that they've done something? Yeah, they just beco- it just becomes, like, Power Rangers as it goes yeah. on. Like, yeah, um, yeah. And they're great for that, but like, and okay, it's it's Godzilla in name only. It's like fine, they, if they gave it, if they gave the film another name, it'd be a different film. Yeah, and it'd probably be grand. But like the same people that like hate on that, like like Independence Day, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. the same film. Like they're yeah. the exact same movie, really. Yeah, it's um... same director, same style. People are like, oh yeah, but like Independence Day, it's so nineties. It has it has Will Smith and like it has the Fresh Prince and like Doctor Ian Malcolm. It's like, yeah, but Godzilla has like Mo Sislak and fucking Ferris Bueller. Like... Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and Leon. Yeah, yeah, um, Leon. I see. I forgot he was even. Yeah, there. Um, I forgot Mo Sislak's in it. <laughs> the... He does voice Mo, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Harry or Hank. Hank Azari, yeah, um, and I, I was thirteen when that came out, and that film blew me away. Yeah, yeah, I it loved it. Great. Like, yeah, it's great. For um, yeah, it's such a good film. And like, a pro- in, like, to be fair, I'll, I'll lose some like internet credibility here. <laughs> Probably the first Godzilla movie I saw. Uh, I don't know if I've ever watched it since I saw it in the cinema in like nineteen ninety eight. Actually, yeah, I probably um, either. I might have watched it again at like someone's birthday or something now, like a year but later. The fact that you remembered so much from it, though, that's a testament. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> to, exactly. to, to the cinema experience. Do you know what, it. Johnny? I'm. I think it's the first film I saw twice in the cinema <laughs> <laughs> because I probably went with like my mates and then. A couple of weeks later, we went for like someone's birthday or something at that age. Hopefully, hoping were. to go see another movie, and then it was sold out. We were like, <laughs> oh, we're just going to see Godzilla again. You know, like that's probably what I'm. It'd be great if they do like a 30 year anniversary or something, and that's the blurb on the Blu-ray from you. It's like the only the first film I saw twice in the cinema. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this. I I had that with um, because uh, I used to write movie reviews for a geek website and. Hmm. 
to film uh, was it Central Intelligence with The Rock and yeah, yeah. Um, what's it Kevin Hart and um, I had in um, I had w- in one point in my review I had the word brilliant right and on all the bus stop posters for the movie <laughs> had brilliant dot 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 the web. G- <laughs> and I was like, that is hilarious. Be- beeping um, out that website name. Don't want to give any yeah, promotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and then the name of the uh, the website I was writing for. And I just thought it was really funny. Because I gave it, like, whatever, like, a three out yeah, of five. Because yeah. uh, The Rock was really good at Kevin Hart. Yeah, was yeah. terrible. You see it. that with horror movies a lot. Where, yeah. like, the review will be a one-star review. And, like, it's absolutely disturbing that anybody would give this man money to make a movie. And then yeah. I'll just have disturbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like... Because a horror movie, any negative word can be yeah. spun into I, th- I think what I said is, uh, apart from this film being really dumb, The Rock is brilliant or something yeah. like that. And they just put up brilliant. Well, you know, <laughs> technically, that's not a bad... Yeah, that's, yeah. But it was just really funny. There's something that. brilliant in the movie. Mm. yeah. yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's funny when they do that movies. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll endorse the 30th anniversary of 1998 Godzilla. Yeah, I didn't think we'd uh, end up defending 1998 Godzilla for the first like five minutes. No, of the me podcast, neither. But um, it, it I, I deserves think, it. I think what pissed off the classic people about it is it's a total redesign of how Godzilla looks. Because it Godzilla, I was going to say he she is. Um, it's kind of more elongated and more like yeah. low down. It has more of a lizard head rather than that kind of like stiff, tiny head well, on yeah, shoulders. Like, the original Godzilla is even quite like humanoid with like the upright shoulders. And yeah, stuff. yeah. I mean, it's because it's a human in a, in a yeah, suit. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, whereas the the Godzilla in the Matthew Broderick version is just like a mutated T Rex from Jurassic Park. Yeah, and it's more. Uh, and the film it crawls was, around more rather than just stomping. Yeah. And stuff, the yeah. film was kind of made on the back of that too. Like even the the eggs hatching at the end was quite. I was going to say reminiscent. I'll replace that word with a rip off of the raptor sort of chase scene from the oh, yeah. from Jurassic Park. Like it was essentially on the success of Jurassic Park and the Lost World. Yeah, they're just raptors. Yeah, and even the the, the like Godzilla, or I think they call it now. They call. The Godzilla, the version from that film, is now called Zilla in the continuity to separate. Oh, really? okay. separate. Um, but yeah, Zilla was quite like just when the T Rex gets loose at the end of the Lost World. Yeah, but um, yeah, which is funny actually. Just speaking of that, Zilla, as in the nineteen ninety eight version, is now part of the Toho continuity. Really? Yet, like you know, the legendary version from the current US. Yeah. For, that isn't like they're essentially remakes of the old Toho films. Yeah, like the 2014 one. Yeah, is it's a remake because yeah, yeah, like because they're taking all the other monsters from the series and putting them in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they are with this new one anyway. But yeah, yeah, Zilla pops up in like, there's Godzilla Final Wars from 2014. Zilla pops up and Godzilla just kills them in like ten seconds. Oh, it's just another monster, is it, in the world or? Yeah, yeah, but it's also just a joke. It's like it, Zilla yeah. pops up and like shows off, and oh, Godzilla yeah. just like looks at him in disgust and just shoots oh, him okay. with the atomic breath and kills him instantly. That's really funny because actually, if you think of it, the story of uh, Inzilla in the nineties version, um, it's 
they just based the idea that it's Godzilla on one old fisherman's account where like he's yeah. rescued from a ship and he goes, Who's Godzilla? And it's so like he just mistaken a different lizard monster for Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. And like, so easy way to explain it. And then they all just went went at it and like, oh yeah, that's the legend of Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, turns out the Americans are just wrong. It's just a different monster. I'm that works for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean like technically yeah. the original Godzilla from Gorgira yeah. might not have been Godzilla either because that's just based that's just what the Fisher that's the old legends they've heard about yeah, the monster yeah. in the sea was called Godzilla. Yeah. Essentially all it is is just a name. Yeah. Which is what people's complaint was with that. Re- oh, it's Godzilla in name monthly. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... That's what, a good way to look at it. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I, what I actually watched was the 1956 one with um, Perry Mason in it. Um, no, it's Steve Martin. Or, so, a yeah. character called Steve Martin. <laughs> he plays a character, a journalist called Steve Martin, and it's he lands in... Uh, Tokyo and then explore uh, immediately gets questioned by <laughs> yeah. by a security guard who wants to know did he see anything from his plane because yeah. this boat uh, went missing uh, after giving out an SOS and he's like no I didn't see anything but I'm a journalist will you be my guide around the city and we'll investigate this further and the guy literally just drops everything in his office and is like yep I'll go along with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're just side by side for the next like in their time, probably about two weeks. Like, the guy just never leaves his side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go camping together. They go, like, lots of adventures. They go on a cruise together. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, but it's essentially he's just inserted into scenes from the original Japanese movie. catch that fly for the last, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> um, did you get him? No, oh. I will, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is just... It was a film that was cut together because... I guess Americans wouldn't read the subtitles for the original. Yeah. So they just shot new scenes. I think only something like 40 minutes of the original is in there. Uh, uh, the original is like 80 minutes, I think it was. Uh, no, no, no. Sef- yeah, it was 79 or something. I was reading trivia about it earlier. I think it was 79, 80 minutes or something. Uh, I'd say it's longer. I think it might be a full hour and a half, but... Um, but yeah, like there's much more plot like Godzilla does you don't see Godzilla to like the 50 minute mark of the original yeah the the version I watched it's, it was exactly one hour 20 minutes without with credits cut off and yeah. stuff and um, yeah it was about 40 minutes before he first appeared so yeah I mean the original even um, kind of uh, almost every disaster movie kind of follows the the pattern of the original Gorgera I was thinking that as I was watching it. It's very, like it. It seems like a movie by the numbers, but it was the first one to do it. <laughs> kind of, well, but, if of that type, like. but doesn't the the American version like opens? It, it's essentially one big flashback. It opens yeah. with the place destroyed. The original is in the nineteen fifty four Japanese version. Is yeah. a very slow build up. It's closer to yeah. like this sort of what we see in disaster movies with the scientists trying to convince people that this disaster is coming yeah. and nobody believes it's that type of a scenario where there's a hint that something like there's fishing boats that have been attacked by something more yeah. pe- and people think it, it must have been like a nuclear test or something they don't believe that there was this monster yeah. and then one paleontologist does and he kind of what thinks they should keep an eye on it you know it's a this yeah, gradual yeah. build up yeah. and they all very much kind of follow that after 
Yeah. I got, I got really confused watching it, the, the American edit because just suddenly out of nowhere there's like, oh yeah, this lady, this woman who's been in it all along, her husband is this other doctor <laughs> with an eye patch. I was like, yeah. oh, I thought, I thought her husband was the old paleontologist because yeah. <laughs> that's the way they kind of set it up at the start. So and he then, doesn't have, like, so in the... Obviously, he has earlier scenes and stuff. Yeah, and He's yeah. on a research mission and stuff. I don't think he has stuff. a wife in the original... The guy with the eye patch doesn't yeah. have. I don't think there's a wife of his in the other one, though. No, in that, there's. Because I went back and looked at it again. But we, we anyway, shouldn't go yeah, too yeah. much into that because for people that have only watched one, this is good. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them completely. Um, but anyway, people yeah, just don't there's, care. There's confusing all the other characters except for Steve Martin. Their stories are very muddled because of the way they've edited it. Yeah, well, you see, it. at the start of the film, there's. When they're in the sort of the emergency they're in are they in a emergency tent or whatever something like that yeah, yeah but anyway it shows steve martin's talking to the daughter of the paleontologist but yeah. her scenes are taken like her close-ups are from a, se- a different scene from the original and yeah. it's just like an extra when you when oh, you it's see over her, the shoulder yeah. yeah talking to steve martin it's just somebody else and it's all over the shoulder yeah, like they it was like they, they, they couldn't find that original actress yeah something. and there's another point where he's talking to the guy who's the paleontologist and they do the same thing again yeah where it's uh they've have like an american dubbing his voice yeah and then yeah. it's just an over the shoulder of, an, of like an old man of glasses so, so we were talking before we started recording that uh there is an actual steve martin movie yes called what was it i called? have it open here um was it um uh, um Sorry, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid uh, from 1982. And um, in that he goes, uh, it's like a film noir parody. So it's Steve Martin is put in, edited in, in the exact same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, into loads of old noir films to make a whole new story. So um, loads of like famous actors from like the 30s, 40s and 50s are in it. All the like, yeah, noir yeah. films. And stuff. Cary Grant and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I wonder if that's like... A, was, well, I suppose the idea wouldn't come from the fact that it's like, oh, there's a character in this old monster movie that has my name. Uh, I wonder, was that a starting point, though, for the idea of like... he's He probably heard of it and then or he'd seen it and he's like, that's really funny, he's Steve Martin. Yeah. And then thought, I should do something like that. Yeah, and like then just it goes, totally oh, became its own yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hadn't seen that movie in years. We watched the trailer before going on, Mike, and it's just... A different kind of humor than I remember it. Yeah, uh, seeing it I, when I was like, whatever, 10 or 11, it's far filthier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really want to watch it again now. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to get back to Godzilla, so um, yeah. we are doing the original Godzilla or Gorgira, yeah. uh, which, you know, has gone through a lot of changes, but we're going to stick with the, the, the version yeah. in the film that both of us have seen this week. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Maybe someday we'll get to the other version, like because doing a sort of a an episode on like a composite Godzilla that's like just all the yeah. all the powers of every version. Oh yeah, uh, that's like a whole different episode. Like it's a different creature. So like that could be one to revisit yeah. in the future. Yeah, I, like I was I watched a video there of like Godzilla height comparisons through the years. You watched it as well. Yeah, like, yeah. At one point there's one which is like, uh, what was it Godzilla on fire or something? He's called, and it's like Godzilla looks like he's just covered in lava. A Shin Godzilla, I think. Uh, yeah, and then there's there's loads of crazy versions 
throughout the years. Yeah, like the craziest. And then there's the anime one where he's like half the size of the planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like the the biggest Godzilla prior to that is yeah. still like is like what a human would be like to the Normal. original Godzilla. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, so there is different variations. All of them under the the designation of a kaiju. Which yeah. is the the Jap- Japanese monster? It means strange creature. Yeah, uh, Godzilla himself, not the first technically, but the first. I think he might be the first where the word that word was applied. To, I think so. Yeah, but uh, other there are other monster movies to predate him. Yeah. Uh, the first, I guess, really is King Kong. Yeah, um, and Godzilla originally, I think they wanted to do that in stop motion, but it just was it's too expensive. Right? Or time-consuming, I mean. Yeah, well, I think just for what they wanted to make a different monster, a monster that was unique and different than King Kong. So, like, I think to do the the atomic breath and stuff yeah. like that, and have them to interact more, to come out of water and stuff, it wouldn't be like how do you yeah. how do you have a stop motion puppet come out of water? Yeah, yeah, it's very hard. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, they, they kind of had no choice in the matter, and I think it worked out better. Yeah, it looks better because you. you like even okay, I'm looking at it through 2019 eyes with training and doing film and stuff, and I was still looking at it going, that looks great. Mm. Considering it was like 1954, I was like, that looks awesome. Because at the time, the best thing you got was stop animation dinosaurs yeah, yeah. and skeletons in Jason the Argonauts and that kind of stuff. I was just like, wow, it looks so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get why people went to that. Like it was a huge grossing movie for the time. So yeah, yeah, I get why. Like, and um, yeah, and I mean, I mean, look at the amount of sequels it's had. Like Godzilla yeah. has appeared in thirty-five movies in total, which wow. is quite a huge number. And within that, there's eleven different incarnations of Godzilla. But the one we're talking about only has been in one the original because he dies in the end and the godzilla that returns in godzilla rides again is a different godzilla yeah it's not the same one and then that's the godzilla that sticks around for that original run of series okay yeah yeah. now i think they do they bring back the maybe the original original yeah now i could be wrong at this i'm sure there's fanboys that would like rip my head off for saying this if i'm wrong yeah but i think the original original might be mecha godzilla Oh, okay. I think they might find the original Godzilla's body and build. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe. That yeah. at least is what, how I'd write it. <laughs> I can't remember. It's been To me, that makes sense. They take the remains from the bottom of the ocean and make Mech Godzilla out of it. Yeah. yeah. That makes Like, if that's not what they did, I'd, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? can write our own version. Um, the, so, so, just to start us off for, like, facts and stuff like that. Um, so, in... The Japanese version, he's 150 foot tall. Well, let's, we're jumping ahead. I okay, guess, yeah, no, I was just trying to figure out where you're To go back to something we had mentioned earlier with the male, and, male or female. Yeah. So, there's two, like, for some reason, this is something that has caused, like, a lot of fighting on the internet. Surprise, surprise, the internet is fighting about the, the gender of a fucking giant lizard. Yeah. But uh, this, is, this is where we're at as a society. Yep. In the original Japanese version, Godzilla's sex is never mentioned it's only ever referred to by name or as it yeah so gorgira completely gender neutral there's no point even arguing about it because there's yeah who knows uh in the american version they refer to him as a he and yeah in the subtitles to gorgira 
it's referred to as a he. Yeah. Uh, people it, will point out that the American version is called King of the Monsters. Yeah. Therefore, it's a male. But oh, yes. There's a historic precedent for plenty of female kings, so that yeah. doesn't really matter. That's also just a word that somebody... like. That's, yeah, it doesn't... In name only. Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla is not actually a king either. Like, he doesn't sit on any yeah. throne. Yeah. Um, he's not the ruler of any feudalist society. Uh, Don't you mean they... <laughs> <laughs> in Son of Godzilla, Godzilla has a son. Yeah, so it's therefore male. What? Women can't have sons? Oh, sorry. No, no, I mean <laughs> the son is male. Oh, the son. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. I know. I didn't. <laughs> is, is that how it works, Johnny? Boys have boys and girls have girls. That's my understanding of it. <laughs> but yeah, so Godzilla has a son. Which yeah. I think suggests it's a female, and people are like, oh, well, then where's the father? It's like, yeah, but if it's a male, then where's the mother? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, yeah. the part, the, the given birth aspect is the most crucial to the, yeah. to having, to, yeah. So, I mean, I can see how, like, Godzilla's son could have been, a, uh, they could have had sex between films, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> but. Look, it doesn't matter. I think that, that like they obviously don't really give it any thought, and it's no. most convenient for plot. Uh, I yeah. more so just find it funny that people argue get so about upset it. about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Is it like? Is it a thing that like? Is there people out there that just can't like? Oh, Godzilla can't be a woman. Like, is that it? Um, yeah, because that guess weird. so. Because like. Like the T Rex in Jurassic Park, like Rexy, the the main T Rex that were yeah, is in, in female. Jurassic. Yeah, and everybody knows yeah. that. And it's, it's a whole plot point of the movie yeah. is that they're all they specifically breed only females. Yeah, and then some of them reproduce because of the frog DNA. Yeah, that yeah, they can change sex and, stuff. and like the badass T Rex that that saves the day at the end of Jurassic World is the original yeah. T Rex from Jurassic yeah. Park. So it is in the iconic T. There is male T Rexes in Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, but now. the iconic. Yeah, yeah, is and I don't think people female. have a problem with that. So why? No, everyone's that? like she's the best T Rex. Yeah. yeah. So why would they have a problem with Godzilla? Because it's the king of monsters <laughs> I mean, um. <laughs> like, maybe i'm wrong on this but like from uh just the the language of it uh, isn't like illa a as an ending to a name isn't that more often associated with feet with the feminine i i would in yeah i would say so yeah. like you think of like think of, can you think of any male name that ends with a um english anyway english yeah name. i think <laughs> Ilya, like a, but that's not English, really. Ilya is like your uh, like Russian maybe. Jeremiah, like t- you know. But they, that's even I think they're all H actually. Yeah, but um, it, but with like with the female, you have like Christina, Jenna, Marcella. You know, there's loads. Ella, yeah, there's loads. It's very. Uh, I always associate that with. Uh, yeah, and like you know the way like you always hear it like on like reality shows like if it's like a couple. You know, like those reality shows where it's like a couple planning for their wedding. Yeah. Now it's like talk about Bridezilla and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. It's Illa <laughs> is always added to to women to women yeah, yeah. that they're turning into like Bridezilla or whatever. That's what I think it is. Is it's in it's in like the subconscious is that it's female, and then just people are just get like are fighting against that. I think you know. Mm. Oh, so maybe, maybe, maybe uh, is it like, is it sexist to assume it's a 
Well, is it a negative connotation? If it's a, is it a negative if it's a woman? Then I don't know. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. Maybe some. Uh, it doesn't really matter. But, no, uh, but it's funny. Yeah, it is uh, funny that it's a. a and then a in of, in 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 the original movie, they specifically specify it's asexual. Metro product does <laughs> in the most important film. Yeah, yeah. Because in, do you remember they did an animated series after that? Yeah, yeah. And in the animated series, the Godzilla, and that is one of those kind of raptor babies egg, grown yeah. up. Um, it's like one survived because they like firebomb the stadium when they're all in it. Um, and so again, it's Godzilla in name only. Yeah, because one of them survives, and it's it's Godzilla in the cartoon series, but. So basically the concept of that is is that I can't remember his character Matthew Broderick's character he um, imprints on it or something so then it yeah. kind of listen to him not fully but the, the whole cartoon is him standing on the bow of a boat going over there Godzilla go over there <laughs> uh, I remember that was a good cartoon though yeah yeah I remember it being alright um, yeah I'm amazed they was that a flop? Because like they were obviously setting up a sequel that never happened, and they used it for a um, cartoon instead. Yeah, I wonder. I I don't think so. Maybe it was just such a hit with kids that it was yeah. more profitable to make the cartoon just to sell toys. Yeah, I think that's where they they went for the merch money rather than yeah. blockbuster money. I'd say. I had some toys of it, I'm sure. I think I had the Godzilla, anyway. But, yeah, um, yeah so we, we'll get into it. its uh, power and stats. Yes. I'm, I I always think of Godzilla as a he, so I'm probably yeah, me just going to refer yeah. to it as a um, he. Uh, so, yeah, so in the original 50 meters. Really? In Gorgira. I thought it was 150. Were you not saying it was 150 in the US? No, they put it up to 400. Or foot, oh, sorry, not meters. So, yeah, yeah. Foot, so it's, a, yeah, well, it's 164 feet in yeah. Gorge era. Yeah, and then 400 feet in the Godzilla King of Monsters. But it was just for perspective. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So in Gorge era, it's a 16... It's the, He's the height of a 16-story building. So in, yeah. obviously, in the US version, he's the height of a 32... Or 30... Wait, that's bad, man. No, that's, yeah, 32 foot. 30, 32 foot, 32 story building. If I think he it. says that. I think he says the line. It's like, yeah, and he stands as a 30, as tall as a 30 story building or something like that. So, uh, what's the, like, I mean, it was so it's like he'd be half the size of the Empire State Building, I guess. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's uh, 400 feet, whatever. Yeah. Because um, I think the, the original Gorgira wouldn't reach the Statue of Liberty, and they probably want, they probably need it to be bigger. Because that's a, a lot of Americans' reference point would be the. Statue of Liberty and the Empire State. Building. Yeah, that's what I read about it. Was the decision was made because they figured if that was to attack, like New York, it would just be this like like it would look small compared to all the buildings going around. So yeah, they just yeah. said said that it was Which, taller. That, that uh, makes that's makes perfect sense to yeah. change it. An American audience at the time, you know, this is 1956. People aren't as well traveled wouldn't be as familiar with like what other cities kind of look like so watching like tokyo be attacked they won't yeah. be aware that the the buildings there might not be as, as t- tall or whatever yeah that was the reason they did it is because at the time it's obviously changed a lot as a city since then but at the time it was much more low rise yeah, for yeah. earthquakes and all this kind of stuff well, and that's what's funny because like well obviously that's why godzilla is so much bigger now in the movies because yeah. tokyo is so much bigger 
as in higher. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's adapted. I had never actually really thought of that. Like the films have to kind of adapt to the landscape of Tokyo. Yeah, because now the like the smallest building in Tokyo is sixteen stories. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's totally different. Well, it's because all the the engineering of buildings to be earthquake safe has evolved. Yeah, and so, yeah. yeah, where they used to not build them more than whatever it was, like ten stories or something. Yeah. Um, okay, well that's yeah, that's interesting. So in and now in the current American version, the the legendary Godzilla is three hundred and fifty feet. Is that all? I thought it was way more. No, well, it sounds like it's close to the original US version. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm not sure why. It's so big in like the whatever 2014 one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like I was gonna say, it's monstrous. It is. A monstrous. They might say it's 300. 50 feet but maybe they haven't actually like kept that scale con- compared to like a building yeah because yeah. like when you're when you're purely doing it like c- everything in that is treated is done in a computer so it's easy to make them bigger for a scene to make just make it look cooler yeah, yeah. whereas well, in like the originals they kind of done it to scale because they had a man in a suit yeah and like that man in the suit was that size. yeah he was the same height no matter what, like yeah. any man, like one actor might be six four and another might be yeah. five nine, but generally it's they probably had one suit though, you know. What I mean? like, but even so, like a couple, yeah. when when you scale a couple of inches to in terms of feet, yeah, it's a minute yeah. difference. Yeah, so they always had the same sort of comparison to the buildings. Yeah, I I always remember the trailer, um, where they did the like the, the commandos are skydiving from the plane I think that was the original teaser trailer oh yeah yeah and it was just the guys falling through clouds and it's the whole it's sound was just <laughs> yeah. and it was like that all the way down and then suddenly you see like the edges of them and you're like holy crap the general's huge. given like a yeah. speech beforehand and he's just like I know none of us ever prepared for anything like yeah, this yeah. <laughs> which is, it seems really realistic we're all like this shouldn't be happening yeah uh, I liked that yeah that was a great trailer um but yeah, so Godzilla also weighs 20,000 ton. Ooh, Jesus. Uh, the current version, I think, is 55,000. Yeah. For a long time, I was like this with Jaws, Godzilla, and Spider-Man cartoons. Yeah. They were all my reference of weight and time oh, yeah? as a kid. So like, <laughs> I knew like that Jaws was like six ton. Yeah. Or no, three ton, sorry. Quinn says... Jaws is three ton or whatever people. Yeah, oh, the yeah. shark isn't actually called Jaws. Whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shark from Jaws is said to be three ton. So as a child, yeah, if I heard a ton, I would like, oh, that's a third, one, of... a third of Jaws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and with Spider Man, like, I an episode of Spider Man was like, I knew it wasn't quite half an hour. It was around twenty two minutes. Oh, okay, yeah. So like. 15 minutes was like oh that's nearly an episode of spider-man yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i thought you were going to say it was stated spider-man could lift a ton or something no, i no. thought that's where you were going to go with that. how i referenced time. Yeah, yeah. like it was spider-man and an episode i knew that an episode of like lois and clark the new adventures of superman was like nearly an hour or like an yeah, hour with yeah, breaks. yeah i always tell the same so it's yeah. like you know if we were going somewhere oh, we'll be we're, it'll take an hour to get there it's like okay so that's okay so superman with breaks okay i can do this <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah, because it, it takes you an hour to sit and watch an episode as well. Yeah, Because yeah. there's ads and stuff, yeah. So, um, that's really funny. <laughs> How influenced we are by TV. Yeah, yeah. Be. <laughs> Or, like, I remember, so in... I'm from the country in Ireland, and there uh, we we uh, cut turf 
which is peat essentially that you you burn it's in your fire. Bogland, yeah, 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 it's bogland. So like you, you know, you'd be bringing home turf during the summer, you're like dad's. Oh, that that's a two ton load, and you're like, wow, it's a ten thousandth of them is Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Or you're like, oh, that's almost Jaws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mad. But yeah, so 20,000 ton and 50 meters or 164 feet high is the Godzilla yeah. we're dealing with. Yeah. Now to put that in, well, actually we put that in a lot of perspective, for, but for those of you who don't know what a trailer of turf looks like, <laughs> yeah. uh, an elephant and on average is about 6.5 ton. African elephant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I didn't actually look. I oh, just okay. Googled how I'd much say African African elephant weighs. Because they're way bigger. Yeah. yeah, I think it is an African yeah. elephant. I've ridden Asian elephants and been with them. And they're they're really impressive animals. But they're like nearly half the size of an African elephant, apparently. Yeah, but... but so that's... Uh, 20,000... How many elephants is that? A lot. Was it six? 6.5 ton. So 20... God, so I'll, 20, I'll, 20, I'll calculate it if you... Um, I'll say talking. Uh, a blue whale, a blue whale, uh, which is the largest creature that currently exists, uh, can grow up to 180 to 200 ton. Yeah. I think the largest they've discovered is 180, but they reckon could go to 200 ton. Oh, yeah. Um, so. And they're the biggest thing ever. Basically. Well, that's kind of a popular misconception. Oh, sorry, of that's currently alive. currently alive. Well, a lot of yeah. people do say the biggest thing ever, but there have been yeah bigger in the sea. Um, that is three thousand three hundred and thirty. Sorry, yeah, three thousand three hundred thirty-three elephants equates to one original Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, the titanosaur or a species of the titan uh, titanosaur. Oh, yeah. The Argentinosaurus was, I think that's the biggest land, land animal that yeah, would have ever lived. Monstrous. Uh, now, at 35 meters in length, yeah. not height, but yeah. it still counts. No, but like their foot, <clears throat> like their footprint in the ground is nearly the size of this room. Yeah, well, that's like, it. Like their, their foot, oh, well, it won't be close to Godzilla, but that's what, like, you put that same, that same weight it's carrying. Yeah. And how, like, you put that on a bipedal animal. Well, it probably can't even function. But, yeah, it's yeah. massive. It also weighed uh, 70 metric tons. So, oh, where are we going? Uh, still doesn't compare to 20,000. That's still, like, a little under 10,000 Godzillas. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, or dinosaurs. I mean. Or, sorry, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's pretty big. Okay, we're going to take a quick break there to try and keep the lights on in the bunker. And depending where you are in the world, you may hear a couple of ads here. Godzilla, so uh, a lot of people think it's a mutated T-Rex. Yeah. But within the continuity of the films, it's actually its own species. Yeah, it's a, they just call it a prehistoric creature. Yeah, well, yeah. They, give it, they do uh, give it a name eventually. Oh yeah, guess guess what? They I get. I know what it is. Oh well, it's a Godzilla Saurus. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is such a great name. It's brilliant. So, like in the continuity, they were actually a dinosaur that survived. Yeah, it's its own creature, isn't it? Is it like it feeds off radiation? But it well, I think that's only when it mutates, though. Okay, I think the original, or maybe it does. The original Godzilla, like this, is later in the films where they have it that. 
they survived on an island and were there during World War Two. Okay. And it kind of had evolved naturally. Like they had, they were like telepathic to each other. Yeah. And one of them like defended a bunch of Japanese soldiers during World War Two. Oh, really? <laughs> but from they were like trapped there, and the Americans yeah. came to kill them or whatever. And then like they f- shot at it, so Godzilla like retreated into the water, and that's where like it was bombed, and it yeah. went into a an underground cave or whatever and it started to mutate or something oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. that because because i i thought it was that it was it was like dormant and it was feeding off radiation from the earth's core or something that like seems to be what they originally applied but then kind of just changed it that when it was doing that but all in the course of like 10 years that one yeah, point okay, it was yeah. alive on this island Oh, okay. But yeah, it could because yeah. they had it. They could always. It was always both a land and sea dwelling animal. But yeah, just yeah. out of fear, it went deeper and deeper, and then just fed on the radiation. And then it, yeah, there's mixes as to whether it has gills or not, and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And like, could it actually breathe in it or just hold its breath like a whale? And like, all yeah, that kind of yeah. Stuff. Um, now it's likely they would have to have gills. They would function with both yeah. gills and like lung. Like the there's a. Well, I think it's just the lungfish. I don't think I think. The lungfish is a type of fish, and there's like a few species within it. Yeah. Have you ever seen videos of them? Probably. I'd have to. The creepiest shit. They're just fish that can just like come up on land and just move like a. Sn- but they look like just big, big fish. Half oh yeah, yeah. Fish, ones, yeah. And they can just like function on land fine. Like. Yeah. There's. Uh, I know. I love that they can, get, they can give them a complicated name. There's like lungfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's in the Galapagos Islands. There's iguanas. That um, they like swim in the sea and they go under the water and fish and then come back up. Yeah, and it's it's just a weird like, it's one of those things. It's considered a real like short term evolution because when they find like say iguanas in their more natural habitat, like probably jungle or something, they don't do that. Mm. So it's more behavior they've learned rather than evolution. Yeah, because yeah. they live on like these rocky shores and stuff, and they've they somehow got migrated out to the Galapagos Islands, which, again, they're not sure of how they even got there. But they reckon they hadn't been there that long. They've been there, like, right, a few yeah. thousand years, not millions of years. And um, that there might have been some peninsula that collapsed or something, or, you know, they got carried in some storm on something, you know. And But they, they've evolved to, like, fish and dive and swim in the sea. Um, cool, and it's, yeah. like really mad looking but they just learn to hold their breath on the water but it's probably like 10 second dives it's not yeah yeah like walking along the bottom of the ocean <laughs> yeah which you like there's penguins that have learned to do that because like a lot of their, their food source has like gotten further and further down over the years that oh they... yeah so just so far with, with our talk of Godzilla how likely do you think or possible it is for this creature to exist very unlikely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, just against, like, before you even get into that kind of stuff of, like, could it hold its breath that long? Or is it, it's more, like, just gravity and um, could it metabolize oxygen enough for a body that size and things like that? Yeah, um, well, the, the so biggest... probably Titanosaur would be the biggest <clears throat> it could be. The biggest problem is that Godzilla is carrying so much weight that his legs would break just by trying to walk. Or yeah. not just break, it crushed. Like, his feet would get crushed. Yeah, he couldn't be bipedal, basically. Yeah. Um, which doesn't mean he couldn't exist. It just means if he did exist, as soon as he steps onto land, 
you oh. get crushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, like possibly in, in the, the sea. in the sea, what very deep. But you know, I don't know. Could could he could he get long enough to like make it to the shore and crush himself? Because like he is meant to be also in a walking like nuclear reactor. So if he does yeah. get crushed and falls, he's still a twenty thousand ton animal. So that's the equivalent of a H bomb dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's radioactive. So like the re- the realistic Godzilla, while he might only get a few feet onto shore and. Yeah. and be crushed under his own mass uh probably more dangerous he'd probably destroy a city anyway (laughs) Um, crawling up onto the harbor and then just collapsing over the city and spreading radiation everywhere that's that's enough um there is definitely uh gigantic monsters in the sea that we just like haven't really seen yeah they're just too deep they haven't come up um i know james cameron hasn't been down that far yet so or into that section of the sea and yeah. stuff and there's like there's there is proof that there's giant squid and octopus oh, and yeah. all that kind of stuff and they've found like sperm whales with like the uh markings of these yeah. squids that have like wrapped onto them and their claw they're like not their claws but the suckers the te- yeah well even like not just suckers but some of these have like teeth on their oh, tentacles yeah yeah and they're like bigger than the teeth of like a blue whale and stuff but and these are just like yeah these are just like claws on their, on their suckers. They're on yeah. their head. You know, it's just like how big is that? It's like a leaf uh, off a twig, off a branch, off a giant tree we've never seen before. <laughs> it's crazy like, when you think of it that way. Um, I know there's a story I told before on this podcast that I heard. I think it was on a Kevin Smith podcast, and they were talking about um, these researchers who like they put tags on sharks and stuff oh i noticed that you told us yeah. on like the jurassic park episode but yeah yeah and the i'll just say quickly so they put a tag on this like big great white shark of your normal one which like the smallest they are is like what 20 30 feet or something um whatever they're in meters like yeah. 10 meters say is like your average size of one half of whatever quint says in jaws <laughs> yeah uh which is still a gigantic animal and yeah the, it's still the, half a jaws yeah and the sensor like it sensed depth, temperature, and a couple of different things like mm. that. And um, at one point, the shark just went into this deep, like cre- um, crevice, and then suddenly its temperature went up, and it just dived to the bottom of the thing and never came back. And so all they could conclude is something ate it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because it because its temperature took that spike high it obviously like that was inside another animal and then it just went down to the bottom of the depths and then the signal was gone after like it was period of time so something that could just eat a great white like that has to be monstrous yeah so there is there is monsters down in the sea definitely, definitely. and you take it so i think the uh the furthest a, a human has been down oh, sea yeah. level is like I think it's like 10,000 feet. And like James Cameron has been like, he's the second furthest down or something. Yeah, and they sent robots or um, drones down further, but yeah, not a huge yeah. amount. Like. The ocean floor we've seen, I think is the distance. It's pretty much Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah. What's the average? What does a plane fly at? About 30,000, yeah. So that's the furthest uh, an, uh, uh, unmanned. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it goes further. has been down. And even that... It's like two spots off the coast of like some uh, Africa somewhere. So like how like 
we know that there's two spots in the ocean that go down that far. There could be a million other spots that go a million times further. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's well, crazy. Actually, probably uh, technically not. Yeah, but hundreds further, deeper, but... thousands. Uh, it's crazy how um, when you think of like you're in an airplane at like the highest heights, so like a transatlantic flight. Because like you're going say from here to France, it's not necessarily going to go that high. Yeah, it's a transatlantic flight. Like so, Europe to America is probably the max height most planes would go, and I think it's about forty thousand they reach. And if you were to look out the window and you're over land at that point, like how small and tiny things look. Or if you're going over the ocean and see how far away the ocean is, it's that depth again (laughs) to the bottom, if not more. Like, it's crazy when you think of it that way. So you're going on record and saying that Godzilla probably exists in the deepest deepest reaches of the ocean. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a sea monster that is even a third of what Godzilla is. Right. Okay. I would say. Because yeah. that is still bigger than everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, um, like, with, with the water pressure down there, even yeah. an unmanned sub can't stay down there for long. Yeah, so yeah. we'll probably never see it. The good thing is, for that reason, if they were to come up higher, the release of pressure would it, probably kill them. Yeah. Um, so it's a good uh, natural defense. Yeah. There's probably, there's probably some megalodon down there. Yeah. You know. Um, that just stayed that didn't well isn't it mad just thinking about like what kind of fossils could be down there I know yeah it's just well um, yeah on land obviously it couldn't exist Um, yeah that height and it's just like anything on land can only get to whether it's like an animal or even buildings like obviously we can do a lot with buildings but you can only get you know as as an object increases in size its volume increases yeah exponentially and it just it can't it, like certain so once you get to a certain size you just can't yeah. function yeah um, there's only so high you can build a building before the weight of the building is too much for it the, itself yeah it's so the essentially it's the square cubed law which is yeah so if you take a cube that each side is one centimeter it's one centimeter squared yeah yeah Do, so if you double each side then it becomes four squared centimeters so you quadruple yeah. its area which would octobule is that a word <laughs> no it would go 16 then wouldn't it when you double it again no no i mean yeah. no its mass would become eight oh, cubic yeah. centimeters oh sorry so yeah, you double yeah. the sides would yeah. quadruple the area yeah but uh octobule if that's a word it's yeah. mass oh yeah sorry and so it would continue like that so its mass would exponentially would increase by eight yeah and then 16 and then yeah. so it just can't exist um, yeah, so like the taller you make a building, the wide, like the wider it has to be on the ground and stuff to support itself. Yeah, or so. I was saying uh, October. Oct- is October a word? I need to figure that out before I continue. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the the correct word would be, uh, I was saying mass, but it would be by a factor of eight, it's volume, I guess. Yeah, volume. Yeah, and yeah. that's but its volume would increase mass. Like, yeah. yeah. But anyway, the, that'd be the. But that's obviously where they get the whole thing. Godzilla is weighs twenty thousand tons. Is because that his mass yeah, is yeah. that big. Well, um, but and the the square cube rule is why it can't. It's not possible. Like. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's like why ele- like is it elephants can lift ten percent of their weight of their body weight. Okay, yeah. An ant can lift fifty times its body weight. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but an ant is much lighter. 
Yeah. It's it's supporting a, a lot less mass to begin with, so... Yeah, because an elephant has to lift itself plus whatever it's dragging. Like, they're, they're used for logging and stuff loads and things like that, so... Yeah, and it's what you're carrying, like, if you scale up your mass... Like, very little of any creature, be it human or an ant or Godzilla, very little of a creature's weight is in its legs or yeah. uh, of its mass is in its legs. So when you start to scale up, your legs aren't scaling up the same way the rest of you is. Yeah, so your legs would get crushed. Yeah. Well, like, think about it even, like, your average person, human being, like, would struggle to lift another human being the exact same weight as them. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? So when you think of it from that kind of perspective, it's, like, that's pretty yeah. simple. For you, for you to be able to lift double what is your... So your own mass plus the equivalent again is a serious struggle. Yeah. So that, that's a good way to kind of put it. So if an elephant was your weight and size, you'd be you'd be able to wrestle it. No. <laughs> yeah, but that's like with, with a cat. If a cat was relative to your size, it'd be able to jump onto a skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like a tiger. What do you mean? But like a tiger, is that? Well, a tiger can like jump onto a tree. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but those so cats can leap far further than a tiger can proportionally. So yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah, a yeah. cat can probably like jump on. Well, actually, no. I, the tiger probably can't jump onto a tree, but a tiger could probably jump onto I don't know a car, a car yeah, roof, yeah. where a cat could probably jump onto a shed roof. Yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah. I've seen cats like jump fierce heights. Yeah, but because um, oh, it's just the weight of the tiger. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing, yeah. Where if those the same ru- if the rules didn't apply of like physics, then yeah, a tiger should be able to jump on, on a skyscraper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I get you. But yeah, the, the thing now it's it's funny with Godzilla too because if you even and I found it like when I was just like looking up stuff with this, you if you Google Godzilla like. 99% of the results you get are like the science of Godzilla, why Godzilla is impossible oh, and yeah. all this. And I find that really funny that like almost 99.9% of superheroes are as if not more scientifically impossible, <laughs> yeah. but not held up to the same scrutiny as a giant lizard, <laughs> which I find funny. really weird. But I thought like, okay, we're obviously doing it right now, but I think it's really funny that like so many people spend so much time trying to figure that out yeah like that's hilarious but why is it why is it that superheroes won't be held up to the same scrutiny as like what i consider like a more ridiculous sort of creature yeah i know what you mean it's um or is it because it's so ridiculous people hold it up to the scrutiny i i don't know it's it's funny yeah maybe maybe it's because godzilla is depicted as that sort of act of like a sort of force of nature yeah it's not as superheroes are a bit more fantasy, so nobody really cares about, like, sort of... Well, that's it. Like, the whole... Like, not getting too much into it at the moment, but, like, the whole concept of it is it's kind of a technology versus nature thing. Um, like, that's what's behind that story, is it's threat of, like, nuclear power yeah, yeah, yeah. and, um, like, technology versus nature, and it's... This, I was thinking about it as I was watching the movie. As like, there's kind of two ways you could look at it. it is, is it's, it's technology versus nature, and then the other side of it is Godzilla himself represents just nuclear power. He, well, yeah, and yeah. how 
devastating it is. Like, you know, like, yeah, well, that, and so he's kind of, he's two things in one way. So like one way he's, he's, um, he's nature. And then like, cause all the solutions to come up to try and fight him are technologies, but we're going to get into those as we go on. But, no, well, we can talk about now because we kind of didn't mention it. Like, of course, uh, the film was made a decade after Japan had two H-bombs dropped on it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's obviously, like, the entire thing is a metaphor for the destruction of the atomic bomb. Yeah. Hiroshima. And, like, it came at a time, like, after they surrendered, after World War Two, you know, Japan was occupied for the US, and yeah. essentially nobody was kind of allowed to talk about the nuclear, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. nuclear bombs for, for ten years, like... There was a lot of control because, like, the US knew they, they knew they fucked up. They knew they went a little too far. Yeah. There was certainly, well, how could there not be guilt there? But, yeah, so there was a little control on what information, like, how much the Japanese were kind of allowed to talk about it in yeah, the media. Yeah. Um, and especially, like, the long-term effects of it. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla was the first, like, mainstream film. It was the first time, like, Japanese people really actually start to talk about that which is yeah bizarre and they even touch on that it's something i thought of early and earlier and i forgot to say it in in the u.s version of godzilla king of the monsters they open with the sort of emergency after the destruction of yeah. godzilla and it shows a child and there's a doctor they're going over him with a, like a Geiger counter. Yes, yeah, yeah. And he's got radiation poisoning and he looks at his mother with this like somber look. But that's like yeah. the last shot. Oh, uh, okay. In the original. In the original, like, to say yeah. that like even, like they've beaten Godzilla, he's gone, but he's, his effects, his effects are there. like yeah. Which is a much more powerful scene to end with. Like, but yeah. that's why I found it interesting then in the US version... Let's oh, we'll tone get down of, a little we'll bit. We'll get this, rid of this at the start and not draw yeah, too much yeah. attention to it. Because oh, yeah, it might remind people. Yeah, I was reading up a little bit that for years there was rumour that the original version had like loads of anti-American statements and stuff in it. But apparently it just wasn't true. They they did it more smartly like that. Yeah. Like they, they, they weren't outright, st- like the characters weren't outright going, this is like America and they're damn bombs, those bastards. Where where that was the rumour was that's what the original was. No, I mean, that's you could argue that Godzilla but, was meant to be America. And yeah. so when it ends with a guy just, there's a, I don't know if, it's, I can't remember if it's in the US version, but at the end, is there a part where just as Godzilla's leaving, he just like for no reason he just he's about to leave and then he just grabs a bridge and just like smashes it into the ocean and causes a bit of a flood and then it cuts to a bunch of people watching and there's a guy that just goes damn you godzilla damn you <laughs> I don't, i'm not too sure now <laughs> it's a great shot because it just looks like godzilla comes across as just such an absolute prick he's <laughs> already came he's fucked shit up for the entire night he's leaving and then before he leaves he just grabs one more bridge breaks it <laughs> off and just throws it at a bunch of fishing boats and causes a flood <laughs> They should like recut it, and when it cuts to the to the guy watching, to just have him say, "Oh, you prick!" Yeah, yeah, that was, that was just, just like, unnecessary. Like, <laughs> you bastard! Godzilla's uh, an absolute bastard. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. My point was when he's just, when he's just repeating like, "Damn you, Godzilla! Damn you!" Yeah. You, you can read behind between the lines. Yeah, yeah. See that he's saying, "Damn you, America!" Like, yeah, yeah. it's funny. Well, um, I wouldn't say there's anti an anti-American sentiment, but no, it's the subtext. It's not like yeah. 
Well, it's anti. Like it, it's an anti people coming and dropping bomb nuclear bombs on you. Yeah, I exactly. Think, yeah, I yeah. think we can all all and agree even, that most even of us would the, be anti that. But then there's the whole story of the doctor, and he's like, he's created this dangerous technology yes, that he doesn't yeah. want to be shared with the world, and then he just he creates one device and then burns all his papers. And then kills himself yeah. with it. Uh, so it can never be done again. Which and is I, brilliant. I fucking loved that. I thought it was amazing. And did you notice his device looked like what every nuclear bomb looks like in a movie over the last 15 years yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Uh, Where it's like a, it's a sphere that opens. Yeah. And inside it is like a ball. Anytime and it, a, a billionaire is has a way to create clean energy that's going to be used, that ends up being used as a weapon in a comic book movie, like in The Dark Knight or in the yeah, first yeah. Avengers movie, it's that. It's that's that what it looks design. like. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, and I well, wonder, it's a great design, the way it opens out and releases yeah, yeah. another ball. It was in, it was sort of thing, they did it in a couple episodes of Stargate. And did you watch... Um, Travelers on Netflix. It's like a time travel series. No, and there's an episode where they have to dismantle a bomb in that. And it looks exactly like that. <laughs> it's exactly that design. Uh, it's really funny. There is a... Yeah, it's just... I was like, wow, that's the design. That's obviously where it came from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the origins of it. Um, but I love that. Like the, That it's almost like he... It's almost... Japan saying, it's like, we created this horrible technology and we decided to use it as a last ditch effort and then we're we've made sure we can never use it again yeah, yeah. which is not what happened with the atomic bomb like it's kind of almost the opposite happened yeah, yeah um and then it's also just generally a whole thing against like them testing bombs in the ocean and all that stuff which yeah which france did loads of rush did loads of and america did loads and you know of. it might have more like it might more so be a comment on that because even after yeah. and this is something people forget about even after world war Two, and while japan was still occupied by the u.s they were still like t- they were testing hydrogen bombs in japanese wars yeah yeah and it was a story and i think it was like it was it could have even been the fifth. It could have been like 1951-ish. It went into the 50s. They still did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but there was one specific instant where like a bunch of Japanese fishing boats oh, okay. were in like, not the blast radius, but enough to get like radiation burns. Oh, yeah. And I think only like two of them survived after. And it was kind of swept under the rug because they could. And Godzilla, the film begins with it's exactly the that. being... So like, it's probably more got to do with the... I think... I, maybe the the makers of Godzilla even kind of understood the sort of you know it was a wartime. Yeah, maybe they like Japan was going to surrender, but maybe they didn't believe that. And yeah, I think it's more against like well, the, you saw that the devastation these bombs could do. Why did you need to go and test them for the next like? Well, at the time it would only been a decade, but like yeah. Was it really necessary to continue testing (laughs) these bombs after all this time? Yeah, Yeah. There's loads of these random islands potted around the world that are like heavily irradiated. And sections of the ocean where like rock formations are all like no-go zones. Because they just... Yeah, I think it was France did loads of them. America did loads. And I think Russia did loads. All in different parts of the world. So there's just these pockets of like don't go there and yeah godzilla probably lives in one of them yeah <laughs> yeah like we're, we were talking about the americans but yeah i mean that was just because it's it's shorthand to say 
world superpowers essentially <laughs> yeah, but, yeah like yeah there's loads but i mean like yeah for, and france surprisingly so like have you ever seen the animation of like all the nuclear detonations of the since the since the atoms were split like no 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 it's real i'll show you after it's just this really it's like an 8-bit nintendo game and it's just blips oh, cool. on the map like but it just gets to a period where it's like into the 60s where it's just like in the 40s yeah. like beep 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 then there's like a few seconds of silence and there might be a beep up like somewhere in nevada or whatever and yeah. it gets to the 60s and it's just like beep, beep 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 and it's just the entire map is blowing up like and most and it has like the flags of the different countries oh yeah, yeah. um There's so many it's crazy yeah, and you, like you see like australia testing like loads You're like australia we're testing yeah. nuclear bombs <laughs> why not um yeah. like that australia having nukes just seems like why doesn't ireland i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I certainly have been involved in quite a number of wars, I guess. But yeah, they're kind of well, the, the cavalry in loads of wars. British Empire. Well, world. that's it. yeah, they were a colony for so long. So. But yeah. so, so with Godzilla, just to get back to him or her, uh, where did we stop with talking about him himself? Oh, like so the the, the height, the mass. Yeah, like, so the yeah. comic book uh, comparison. So I guess like if we want to make godzilla realistic because like yeah. you, you essentially solve a lot of the the science problems with godzilla if you're just like eh, he, he was a weapon x he, he was involved in the weapon x program <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not vibranium adamantium adamantium yeah yeah, yeah. He's adamantium bones so. yeah yeah like, or he's a healing factor so he can't be crushed on land because he's constantly healing or something well i think he does have a healing factor yeah uh which wolverine has prior to weapon x anyway doesn't he yeah, that's why they tested on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, let's just assume weapon because <laughs> like, if Godzilla's bones were like made of tungsten, which you know yeah. is like an atomic element, so like maybe the mutation mutated <laughs> yeah, his yeah. bones and they just turned to tungsten somehow. You know, yeah. maybe then I, I I don't know if that's true. I'm just making <laughs> up the science yeah. there that that could he could therefore. Yeah. Well, essentially, I'm arguing for Mecha Godzilla. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I was going to say because, like, normally our scenarios is we like, okay, so how that how would that work in actuality? Yeah, like, yeah. So I would say even if he was a titanosaur in size, he's still a fucking problem. You know what I mean? Well, that's uh, true. Like, I think even like the Godzilla films are almost like the A time, the A time, the A team in a way, in that they kind of actually, even though like there's a lot of destruction, yeah, the actual when you look at the casualties in them, yeah, you're like. Oh, millions more people would die yeah, if, yeah. if a creature that size washed up on your shore. Like at the end yeah. of Gorgira, it's like, it looks like there's maybe like 80 or 90 people getting medical attention. You're like, oh, yeah. that'd be 80 or 90,000, surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and millions dead. Like, now, I know yeah. that's actually just budgetary reasons. It yeah, shows course, the yeah, shot yeah. of the destruction. You're like, okay, well, most of the bodies are underneath the rubble. Yeah, even he, he like when he's doing his commentary as it's attacking the city before his um steve martin's character yeah um or not sorry steve martin is the character yeah um when he's he's doing like a ra- live radio commentary on everything um and i think he says there's uh i think he says there's hundreds of thousands dead or something or he says just he definitely says there's thousands dead right um and it's destroyed the city and stuff but it's um well actually just to get into that so because it's something that uh it's not really specified in other Godzilla movies, but in Gorgira, it's all about 
him eating people. Like, that's what they refer to, like, Godzilla will come to land when he runs out of fish to eat in the water, essentially. Oh, okay, yeah. So, and you don't really see him eat people as far as I can remember, but it's implied yeah. he does. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't get that from the version. It's the fishermen that talk about this, so yeah. it might not even be true. That's their legend, because they've oh, like, okay. seen... They've, there's been legends of Godzilla prior to him coming on shore. Yeah. Like, they even, in, in the... in. The original version, they even have, like, the villagers have, like, a ritual to appease Godzilla. Oh, like on the island. Yeah. yeah, to do, yeah. like, a, a rain dance kind of thing. But so, boy, it is implied that he feeds on people. Yeah. So, uh, if Godzilla were real, the version from the original, yeah. he would require 100 million calories a day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, as we've discussed in our cannibal episode, humans... At yeah. most, could offer a hundred and ten thousand calories of nutrition to to Godzilla. Oh, okay, yeah. So he would need to eat just under a thousand people a day. Okay. Um. You, so you think that's not that many? No, I mean that's pretty sustainable for him, though. Oh no! Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what I mean. It's great. Like he, yeah, he can live on Earth. He can live off Earth if Earth as his like sort of cattle farm. Yeah. For like. Years, years, and years. Yeah, yeah. That's three hundred sixty-five thousand. Well, less than three hundred sixty-five thousand a year, people a year. Yeah. So, like, out of well, in our modern, so say you in the fifties, and movies made population was what two, three billion. Well, if he know? came on shore on onto Ireland, he could stay here for like five years before he'd have to. Oh yeah, with our tiny population. Yeah, but that's sustain him for five years. That is a great. That's premise. essentially like a human breaking into a supermarket and just being like, "I've got enough food here for five years." Yeah, yeah, which um, just wouldn't actually happen. That is a great premise for a movie. <laughs> like a creature like that lands in Ireland, and other countries oh. realize it has five years, so they have five yeah, years yeah. to get ready. Yeah, yeah. So to England, see where it goes next. next. Yeah, so, yeah. And then, and, like, once he gets there, he's got like well. He, uh, 10 million I think it's about 20 million in England something like that yeah he's got like, I, I was going by post Brexit sorry oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a year um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is that is actually quite funny That's cool. so like yeah or, or whatever whatever country it lands like an island like that Ireland or England and they're like okay so we know it can probably survive for about 5 years so it's going to run out of food within then we've got time to get ready for it to go to the yeah, next so. yeah. that's uh but on the other hand, like, so it's not that much, but it also means that, like, if he's that ma- that many people a day is probably like a, a 0.5 increase in the global mortality rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now that is also just people he's eaten. That's not to mention, like, when he's just walking through town yeah, exactly, destroying yeah, yeah. it. That's people he's actively eaten. So realistically, Ireland probably only could sustain him for a year. Yeah. Like, he'd, he'd end up crushing most of Dublin before he got to eat them. That's it. It's it's because he's so big. It's not very efficient for him to eat people. Yeah. Because yeah. there's buildings and things like you think of him in the ocean, like going him like putting his mouth through a school of fish. He just needs to stand with his mouth open, and yeah. the horse will swim into him. Like where in on land, he has to hunt down every single one of those thousand that he needs yeah. to survive. You know, obviously he'll get a few handfuls from like a stadium or something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's just a big breakfast bowl to him, <laughs> a stadium full of people, um, and he's getting lots of debris and other crap with it and stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's a harder, it's a much more difficult hunt, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's killing so many of them by just like standing on them and knocking over buildings. 
So just like, God, this uh, I really like this topic. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about how ridiculous it all is, though. But like, what what's the world like if tomorrow we wake up and turn on the news and we see that like a giant biped lizard has destroyed a major metropolitan city? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just go, but like, what, like, how does the world react? And like, so it, like the first Godzilla movie, it, we got the news late because obviously, like, they lost electricity and power and everything, so we hear about it and after the fact. But also, like, say it happened, like, five in the morning. Not even say it happened, like, now, it's the afternoon. Yeah. We wouldn't know till, like, lunchtime tomorrow. You know? Yeah, yeah. So because he, of, like, but let's say the, the event and... just lasted a few hours, he came up, like, because the God, original movie. Well, at least the, the final sort of event doesn't last too long. Yeah. And he just, like, went back into the ocean for yeah. another day. Like, how do you think the world reacts? <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of it in a more modern way, because then I was thinking of, like, oh, there'd be, like, phone video footage and all that kind of stuff. And you'd probably just think, oh, it's just a promotion for a movie, or it's bullshit. No, but, or, like, you know. surely, like, it get to a point where you see... Like, yeah. Within a few hours, you'd know it wasn't fake. No. But I imagine, yeah, for the first couple of hours, a lot of people... Like, so, see, yeah, so it happens, time difference. It happens in the middle of the night for us. You get up in the morning, and you see the news, you're like, ah, that's a hoax. Or it's, you know, it's bullshit. By the time it gets to about lunchtime, you're like, oh, it's real. You know... But it's funny because we can't comprehend what a real Godzilla would look like because no. we only have CGI monsters and men in, I know. in suits to go by. But I think if you saw a video of a real Godzilla, you would not question. I think because you think like you see when you see Ghost in Game of Thrones, nothing looks real about you. Like, oh, it yeah, looks like they had a real dog there and then like maybe went over him. Yeah, this the second, I suppose the second you saw it for real, you'd just be like, oh, shit. Yeah, like that's when we see it. dinosaurs in film, in like Jurassic World and stuff, we're like, oh, that's incredible CG. It looks almost realistic. Yeah, but nobody's ever seen like if you see a, an, a, a thing that exists in our world done yeah. as CG, it yeah, looks it really fake. Yeah, like even something easier that doesn't have say a lot of hair is like say an elephant. Go back to an elephant. Yeah, like, if you were to take footage of a real elephant standing on him, like um, in a field, and then put a CG one in the same footage like you'd easily be yeah, able to tell yeah. the difference or like a human the, or like a human, the, the yeah. worse well I guess yeah, that's yeah. the uncanny valley effect yeah, but yeah. I think like you would just see footage of a Godzilla where you just wouldn't be able to comprehend it because you're like that that is real that looks yeah. real I can't believe that it's real but yeah. it's clearly not CG you know you'd yeah. be so confused because there, there is a thing of if within humans I mean, we've definitely talked about on this before where we if we see something that we can't comprehend, part of our brains actually fill in the gaps. Yeah, well, you don't actually see it sometimes. Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. I think we we might have talked about it with it, with the spider, with it being yeah, a spider yeah. at the end. It's not actually a spider. It's that's what your brain can interpret it as. Yeah, and, yeah, because it's just incomprehensible. It would probably be most likely if we were to have say first contact with aliens, first meeting them, we like five years down the road we'd look at them completely differently to when we first saw them yeah um yeah. you know when, yeah when they first step off their s- spaceship and like to meet the president or whatever like he'd just be like what yeah. the fuck you know, you know? The, in a way the same, the same kind of thing just kind of happens with humans like yeah i'm sure you, you had it uh, as a younger man before you were married and stuff where you might like meet a girl 
you just start to get to know and like you grow to like them more and more as you get yeah. to know them and all of a sudden they start to like look different yeah and you're more I mean. attracted to it like you, you yeah. per- the physical perception of people changes totally yeah, as yeah. you get to know more about them uh i think that even it even happens with like people that you might not that you might you might perceive somebody as being like i don't know a weakling or something and yeah. then you see them like i don't know stop a mugging and then all of a sudden they look bigger or something yeah like, yeah I know what you mean. but i just gotta uh, think like yeah imagine seeing a real fucking godzilla what like what do you do then well it's like what do you do if you're not even there you're just like yeah. we're here and the attack happened in new york or tokyo yeah first of all you just think like did this creature just awake or like could this have always happened yeah and it just happened it was just it just happened now and we probably don't need to worry about it for another few thousand years yeah yeah like is this is this creature that comes up to feed on land once every ten thousand years or something yeah yeah. Uh, i'd probably think it was alien but yeah uh, um and okay to be realistic i would think well there can't be just only one that's yeah yeah i wasn't even thinking like that but yeah, I, I think I wouldn't even think about that. I, I'd be so At preoccupied first. with just Godzilla just attacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, even if it looked like a completely different creature. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, it's Godzilla. But, and the thing is, well, like, okay, so here's the thing. We probably get some news prior because the first thing that's going to happen, if you go by most of the films anyway, is yeah. there's going to be a tsunami. Oh, yeah, of course. Before yeah. he even reaches shore. So we probably get reports about that. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. And then all the like power starts going out. And then you start to get the rumors. But like for there's an hour period where we've just heard there's been a tsunami in a major yeah. metropolitan city. And if it's somewhere like New York, LA, where that doesn't tend to happen. Yeah. You're like, what? Whoa. Or if it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, like, we're here. Yeah. Just, uh, you're like, imagine a tsunami hits. First of all, if a tsunami hit Dublin, you'd be like, oh, well, Godzilla must be on the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually more likely than a natural tsunami hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, um... And then, like, just to go back to, like, the, the destruction and the death toll. Like, so there's your first loss of life is before he even reaches shore. Yeah. Because you have a tsunami. Thousands. Yeah. And then, like... As he starts to rise out of the water, the stampede of the people that are left. Uh, well, actually, yeah. I guess there's, there's been a tsunami, the city's still flooded. Yeah. It won't be a major tsunami. I guess it's more like a tidal wave than a tsunami. Yeah, and it would only be whatever the first couple of blocks closest yeah. to the water would be flooded. And it kind of like the water would disperse very quickly after. You'd be, as in, you'd be back to not dry land, but. Yeah, it would be wouldn't be quite like the really bad tsunami and what was it yeah yeah you wouldn't have it like like new orleans where the city's just flooded like it's just in water for days or days fucking months after uh but my point was more so yeah you you have a huge loss of human life before he even yeah uh, reaches the shore (laughs) (laughs) and so and then on land whether even if he's not actively eating people or even not actively hitting not hitting like doing what he does in the original where he's just pulling down bridges for no reason if he's just like <laughs> this creature that just like meta to land and doesn't really know what's going on because that's kind of how he first does it is he when he first comes to the city 
he's just walking and then he walks in front of a train and it crashes into his foot yeah, and he just and kind stuff of gets, like that. He's just aggressive. Like He's, he's hungry. Yeah, he's just walking around and be like, what the fuck is this? He's <laughs> like, like, imagine you haven't eaten all day and you have yeah. kids or something and you just come home from work and you just come into the, in the door and you're hoping to like just, dinner's going to be ready for you and the first thing you do is you just step on a Lego. <laughs> that's, that's essentially what Godzilla is going through in that scene. I've done that as an uncle, and it's very frustrating. <laughs> like, oh, I, like I, I, mean, I probably haven't told you this. Like, only a few months back, I went out to it's like two in the morning. And I went to use the bathroom. Oh yeah. I think we've talked about this before in like one of our horror movie episodes where I don't uh, bother to turn on lights. Oh yeah, because I don't want it to wake me up. So I'll just do everything in the dark at night. Yeah. Um, ghosts be damned and uh somebody had left the hoover in the hallway and never like drew back in the plug yeah so i just stood straight onto the plug oh it went through my foot (gasps) like it drew blood like yeah it was plug the actual plug from the yeah when when one of the pin not the whole thing but one of the pins went through like at the very heel and I, I have never screamed as loud in my life. And it was at like two or three in the morning. Not one of my housemates woke up. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like I could have been like an axe maniac could have gotten into the house. Yeah. And not one That's of them. That's good to been. know. Yeah. I, why I, I, I did it probably just before Christmas, I think it was. And our next door neighbors were away. It was probably November, December. And... I have a key and I like have it written on a bit of paper hidden away like their alarm code right, and okay. their alarm went off at like 1am and it was just a windy night and it had set off the house alarm or something and I realised what it was woke up got out of bed and I thought okay I didn't need to turn on the lights because there's very bright street lights outside our house so getting up like that I'm, I'm used to it and I got up and what I hadn't realised is uh like something really small. Katie had bought something like a new hairdryer or something. Right. And the box was in the landing. And I walked out of our room and I just caught the corner of the box with like my baby toe. (laughs) And it tore the nail off my toe. And it was so painful. But there was other people staying in the house and I literally just walked out and went... (laughs) And then I had to then, like, go downstairs, put on shoes and a jacket and then, like, limp in next door, turn off the alarm, all that kind of check the house wasn't broken into, all that kind of stuff. And I got back, got into bed and I just lay in bed awake all night in so much pain. And... And at the point where I actually got up and, like, went to the bathroom, turned on the light in the bathroom and, like, looked at my toe and was like, shit. And then I, re- like, realized recently, because uh, it's, it's summer, weather is getting nicer and stuff, I was walking around the house barefoot and I realized my baby toe on that oh, foot still... is bent the wrong way. I was like, oh, I must have broken it. And it's like, it's, it's set, like, just, it's just slightly, it doesn't go flat. It's kind of on its side <laughs> a little bit. And I was like, oh. I guess I broke my toe that time. <laughs> wow. It's the nail part. Even though, like, a, yeah. a, a pain off a plug going actually into your foot, like, sounds yeah. worse, isn't it's more, like, not extraordinary is not the right word, but you wouldn't expect it to happen. I wouldn't think it would break the skin. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I think I would still pick it over yours because I hate, like, nip- the nail yeah, breaking off is fucking yeah. horrible. It was- 
Uh, yeah, now when I say it broke, it's not like it went through like a nail going through. I mean, it broke no, no. like, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah, but still, that's, mad. that's deep. That's it's painful. the equivalent of kind of like getting stabbed with a pen, but a really big <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, it was so bad. Like, and the amount of blood. I didn't realize how much blood came from your foot, if, but it makes sense that yeah. it would. Um, there was so much blood. <laughs> so that's how angry Godzilla was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, and you know what... <laughs> Now that I have something to compare to, like I can't really blame the poor, the poor old creature. Yeah, for a train going into his foot. <laughs> so we're going to take another quick break because, as well as keeping the lights on, we also need to keep that air filtration system up and running. So, depending on where you are in the world, you may hear a couple of ads here. How quick do you think? So this is all going on. Like, how quick before the military take action? Probably slower than you'd expect. I don't know. It's kind of. But I think they do just, like, not really have a plan and they just go in with all the weaponry to have. I would think instantly it's just scrambled jets yeah. and missiles. Which, which in... in Sorry, yeah. You know, no, no, you know. Is, like, one of the last things they try in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And, like, maybe it should be because, like, like thinking about... Well, with what we know about, like, our real-life version of Godzilla, if there were such a thing. Yeah. He is also a walking atomic bomb, so you kind of yeah. don't want him to fall. They don't know that, so that risk... Yeah. That's a huge risk. Then also, like, that sort of military action out of nowhere, like, it's probably... The civilian casualties are just going to double because of the military action. Like, before Godzilla even laying a foot on a person... Yeah. Just his presence is already causing a huge, huge death yeah. toll. Like the tsunami, the panic, the just, military. Yeah, yeah, before he even, yeah, even if he, he hasn't even knocked down a building yet with people inside. Like, um, you know, the, you know the way in, always in these disaster movies, there's always that scene where there's the general of like, just drop the bombs, scramble the jets. And then there's always the civilian scientists of like, what about the bystanders? What about the people on the ground? Do you think that ever actually happens in real life or everyone is just like, yep, jets, <laughs> bombs, do it. <laughs> there's never the person who's like, are we sure? And then they yeah. spend half an hour debating it. I think it's more, uh, well, what about the media? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. How's like, this going to look? You're coming up for re-election. So, yeah. Like, and in any that. country, any government, like that's, the yeah. conversation is just like red button. Yeah, I <laughs> there's think not, so. There's, there's a lot less debate. Um, and now the thing is with Godzilla, and this is why I reckon, like, why I was asking you what you think the world is like after an, an attack, because I think in real life an attack would only, I think he would just come up on shore for an hour, and then yeah. that's it. Yeah. Because Godzilla is an animal. Yeah. Even though he could like destroy an entire city in an afternoon without. Even if he wasn't trying to. Yeah. He is an animal. So once he gets any sort of counter, once he's received any sort of counterattack, yeah, yeah. he's turned and running back into the ocean. Even a grizzly bear that could, like, kill a human in a matter of seconds. Like, yeah. if they see two or three, they're probably going, or if they hear hear a gunshot, they're going to run. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. So he's, he's an animal. And he's got the instinct to, like, to live and fight for another yeah. day. Like, he's big enough that if someone's on the ground and they're firing a gun at Godzilla, he's probably not even going to notice. Yeah. But yeah. a, um, like, 
machine gun mounted on the back of a jeep yeah like kind of thing that, like a, a, a minigun or something like yeah. with bigger well, caliber he's definitely going to feel that well he'll probably even like a, a fighter jet he'll probably just swipe it out of the air and it'll be fine but once yeah. like 7 and 8 and 20 start to come and they're fine if they're firing missiles yeah, on and them. even if they're not really hurting him I think just he'd be like I've never encountered this before there is a danger here I need to escape yeah like any sign of a danger an animal is going to try to escape even if like they don't perceive like uh, animals don't think like he, well Godzilla's meant to be very smart so maybe he does but generally animals don't like weigh the danger against previous experiences and be like oh well I've done this before and you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. like they're like oh there's danger here this could end my life I yeah. need to escape yeah that tends to be how they operate I say that not knowing completely if that's how they well no well, like you, you take even I'm trying to think like even like a dog think of it like a dog like you you can scare a dog away you know yeah. what I mean? um so it would yeah i think a realistic version of him like that he would um he's at least not going to stay on land causing just ultimate destruction yeah if he's being attacked, attacked. no there's no way he's going to turn around eventually he's going to be like I need to just get to safety. Yeah, yeah. Whether and maybe the third or fourth time he attacks, he realizes that they are not a big. Once it becomes, yeah. Well, then it's yeah. just like a stray cat that just gets used to people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's not. Um... But that's why I said, like in the real world, we have that where, like, you just hear every couple of months he shows up somewhere. Yeah, he's been there for an hour. Fucks shit up. Is chased back into the ocean. Yeah. Like, the final fight probably would take place in the ocean if they can keep track yeah. of him, depending on, like, is he going down to, like, 100,000 feet below water or not? Well, that's it. That's the third time he attacks. Is it's scientists on top of a building firing tracking devices yeah. at him. <laughs> that uh, are trying to keep track of him. I did look it up, and so experts reckon, at the very least, a Godzilla rampage would kill upwards of four hundred thousand people for a city kind of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and others put well like so it depends on the population of the city yeah so mo- so others reckon it would be he'd probably kill 10 percent of a city per rampage okay yeah uh which i think that's i could lose 10 percent but that is a big deal so like if you're having like let's say over the course of a season, let's say. So it's the yeah. summer of 2009 and he pops up three times. Let's say it's Tokyo, yeah, Los Angeles, and I don't know, somewhere closer to home. But Paris. Paris, yeah. 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 Um, so all the, like a lot of uh, yeah. places where terrorists operate, maybe, actually. Yeah. Let's go, it's France. France. I'm fr- so just- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say England. Yeah. Right, no. So, like, yeah, no, let's go Tokyo, LA, and France. Yeah. I don't really know where I'm going with that. Oh, no. just- <laughs> you kind of sidetracked yourself. Uh, well, okay, so if he's killed off 10% of each, yeah. each of those cities. What sort of economic effect does that have on those, not just those countries, but the global yeah, yeah. as well? Like. You imagine, like, they mentioned, I don't know if to do it in the US version, but, like, they're very wor- worried about shipping routes in oh, the yeah, original yeah. Gorge era. In uh, real life, I imagine, he just attacks one American metropolitan. So, like, he attacks New York. You probably just, the stock markets crash the next day. 
yeah. and global shipping routes are probably just shut down. No, it's like nine eleven, like no more flights for like days, weeks, even. Yeah, only it? at shipping. So like you're talking about goods. Yeah, yeah. Um, goods that can only be transported on the sea yeah. as well, like oil and stuff, but like food and everything. Yeah. And like when they do reopen, like say he doesn't show up again for a couple of months and they reopen, it's going to be at a much smaller rate. Yeah, it'll be a conservative kind of rollout. Yeah, and they probably things. need like military protection to go across the sea, yeah. which prices Cost. go up and like it would cause... For, for us, fuel and pineapples are going to be really expensive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it would cause like such a, it would be such an economic burden on, on the global economy. Like, yeah, it would it's send, a worldwide it would, event. It would send every country into a recession again. Yeah, it's a worldwide event. Uh, and then you'd say, like, say it's America, you definitely, like, see this mass exodus of people moving inland and just oh, abandoning, yeah. like, coastline cities, because why would you yeah. if that's where he's attacking? Um, like, countries like Ireland, we only have a couple of hundred miles between coasts. Yeah. This is why we're, like... We're yeah, screwed. We're yeah. screwed either way. But you move to, like, if you move from Dublin to Offaly, you're still only, like, an hour from the coast. So it's like, yeah. Godzilla can probably walk it. An hour walk for you. That's probably not much for Godzilla. He'll he'll no. still come that far inland, you imagine. Yeah, probably. Whereas in America, you imagine, well, like, he's probably never going to come to Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, in the US, basically, it could mean that, like, the future is humans just abandon coasts and just live inland. Oh, yeah. Uh and like maybe military and corp and like there might be like corporate entities that still like go to the coasts for shipping and stuff. But it's oh like, yeah, um, if if the world economy again, is still, that's a cool post-apocalyptic movie that, yeah. where everybody's like, just it's like Godzilla twenty fifty or something. Yeah, 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 everybody humans just live inland and like the yeah. kaiju's are just fighting along the coasts and stuff. And you just have these like military mercenaries on like caravans of trucks going to the coast <laughs> to or go like collect super stuff. rich yeah in the, in the very center of america they're still like, oh yeah the poorer communities are still like somewhere between the coast and the, yeah they're and they're the ones that, that can go like they're you know there's still like a black market trade there yeah <laughs> you know it's a good idea um copyright chain johnny disaster artist <laughs> the, the uh do you think would it end like conflict amongst countries? Would it be like the Watchmen we mentioned? Was that on air? We mentioned Watchmen. No, that was we weren't on my. No, I think it was before. Um, but would it be like a oh, Watchmen they... scenario where everybody comes together to fight? A... Uh, probably not. Because would they? <laughs> There'd maybe yeah. be a worldwide initiative, but I don't think it would be. Like you'd get some kind of cooperation, but I don't think it would create peace overall you know yeah because i forgot that in watchmen he essentially is creating like a godzilla invasion yeah that's the whole point is it's the the giant octopus wasn't in the movie um yeah the giant octopus attack yeah was to create a an outside dimension or alien threat that is worse than anything men could do yeah yeah. so they have to come together uh it's a terrible idea yeah it wouldn't wouldn't quite work like that um, I think, yeah, it would work for a while. I think if it was a constant threat, though, like that, like our version where, like, if humans have to move in, we're in inland. Yeah. They kind of do it in Pacific Rim. There seems to be, like, they've reached the point where 
the monsters are the only problem now. Mm. You know what I mean? So there, it is. It's a worldwide effort to build these huge walls together and to yeah, put money yeah. into the the um, the uh, Jaeger program. Jaegers. Yeah, I was trying to think of the word Jaeger. All that kind of stuff. Like so, that's like that's money being funneled by every government and all that kind of thing. And so there is more cooperation there. Um, yeah. Like all the pilots are from different countries and different military backgrounds and stuff like that. Yeah, and then it's funny that in Pacific Rim, and maybe we'll do a Pacific Rim episode at some point, they yeah. don't, like, move inland and stuff. No, they just, they just try and build walls on the coast. Do you think, if everybody's coming together to try and kill Godzilla, do animal rights activists? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I was going to say that about half an hour ago, and then we went off topic, and now we're back to it again. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like he's just an animal. Leave him alone. I was well, like, he's, he's like, killing four hundred thousand people every three weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad of a problem. It would be, yeah, yeah. I like, I would like, I, I would be like, kill him. He, like, definitely, you have to kill him. Like, he's, he's destroying. The you world. have to. But I would be like, it's a shame. He, this. It's yeah. an incredible creature that exists. It's a shame he has to die, but he has to die. Yeah, yeah. Like, if he couldn't swim and we had a whole, like, you know, we could just put him on Australia and evacuate <laughs> Australia. He'd be fine. We have a huge fan base in Australia. <laughs> I know. <yeah>. So, <laughs> Australia's uh, like... Yeah. I, was, I was going to say give him a continent, and then I was like, what continent's on its own? Australia is Ice, where I kind of went with Iceland. it. Iceland. We, we don't have very many downloads in Iceland. Yeah, we'll give him to Iceland. And Iceland's a lovely place, so yeah. he, he'd love it there. Yeah, and eventually that volcano will go off, and then finish him off. Nature will take care of the problem. We won't have any, yeah, any guilt. But um, but the problem is he can swim, so no matter where you put him, yeah, so he's gonna. Though you could maybe, um, if you could figure out like you know his favorite food is a specific type of fish or something, <laughs> and then just lure him to somewhere like that, like Iceland, and then just make sure. You just helicopter in loads of food from yeah. every day to try and keep him happy and keep him there. They lure him or her with a fish in the Matthew Broderick version. I know, yeah. <laughs> That's what made me think of it. You remember an awful uh, lot from that film. I know, it's weird. As the more I talk about it, the more I remember loads of plot points from that. And I haven't seen it in, I don't know, 20 years. Like. <laughs> now, considering like what we, we've talked about, how like Im- not improbable, but impossible it is. Like, let's say it does happen. Do you assume, do you ignore, like, the, the and, you know, Godzilla movies exist in this world, do you ignore the possibility of him being, like, something like that, and do you just go straight to, oh, well, he's clearly a god. It's clearly, Cthul- this is clearly, like, closer to Cthulhu than <laughs> a Godzilla. Because, um, like, he physically shouldn't exist, so. Yeah, once you see the thing of, like, oh, but. That's not physically possible. Yeah. Then you think he has to be supernatural. That'd be the only thing then that I'd be like, well, maybe we shouldn't try to kill him because that could like, we could get into, that could lead us into some weird dimension, some hell dimension. Yeah. We, if we anger him that much. Yeah. Then at that point, once you realize, once you get to that point, you think, okay, then how powerful is he then? I'm like, taking this off topic though by mentioning that. That's a whole other. Yeah. yeah. Um, we didn't get onto his atomic breath thing, actually. Well, yeah, I guess we've just talked about him being at- atomically powered. But, yeah, yeah, because uh, I was thinking about that watching the this original movie is it's it's atomic breath, not 
a fire breath. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the way it's depicted is it's basically, like, there's a fire hydrant in his mouth. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's essentially, he's shooting... Not a fire hydrant, yeah. Uh, he's shooting radiation, like... Yeah, so it just sets things on fire as it hits them. But it's not necessarily... On, it's not flames. Yeah, yeah. Where in, like, other versions, he just has, like, flames coming out of his mouth. And, um, well, it, it, I guess... Or, it's like, a, pure energy. It's, where it's, it's almost like superheated breath. And when it touches, like buildings they catch fire right? yeah yeah so it's closer to a h-bomb in that sense yeah 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 well so as far as like just now that you mentioned that so things if we're in the scenario so all this is going on he's attacked other cities so if he attacks dublin we're here recording the podcast yeah so the, the four things we have to worry about it's like four different scenarios we have to survive so the first thing is a tidal wave yeah that to worry about then, like, just the the destruction itself, like the fallen debris. Like, a horror, essentially, we have a hurricane, or not a horror, but an earthquake to worry about. Yeah, yeah. That. More than four things, actually. Then you have to worry about just being trampled by this giant lizard. <laughs> Who can shoot an atomic breath? So, you have that to worry about. This radiation, just ambient radiation yeah. from him being walking around. Yeah. And the possibility that he'll fall and will just be a nuclear bomb. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, the radiation poisoning after after that happens. So uh, there's a lot of scenarios that you have to uh, survive there. Yeah, it's not just... But that's a really good way of breaking it down, because it's, it's, it's a survival of so many different things. Yeah. We've kind of gone into a lot of them in other episodes. Yeah. Uh, we haven't actually done... We, we should do, like, like a tsunami. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that earlier. Um because we've kind of done earthquakes and things I guess just evacuate inland as quickly as you can yeah like, I think that's, that's really your only defence yeah like and that's like so tidal waves come and you just run that's all you can do and if Godzilla's yeah. coming run is all you can do like yeah. there's not and there's no like you, well, we, we can't go up against them you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we can't and, uh, like go to so we, <laughs> we get some <laughs> we go to some uh, engineer and like we need you to build us something, and we hand, hand them a design, and it's just a giant mecha trench coat. <laughs> 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 but then we're in it, and like we're still just we're just like eight foot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's a mecha suit. Yeah, it's just a trench. This is like uh, the only advantage of it is is that we're slightly more nimble because I don't have to support your weight on my shoulders. Yeah, but, but we also can't run, so, yeah. we, just, so we just drown. <laughs> uh, sorry for new any new listeners. That's a callback to uh, an ongoing joke that probably shouldn't be pulled out as often as it is. No, but, um, but no, you just run is your only. Yeah, you just run. Where it's it's one of the things that always makes me laugh is in lots of iterations of like giant monster attacking is so it's it's walking one very definite direction and mm. people run in front of it screaming yeah, um, yeah. and i'm always looking at them going go sideways yeah. <laughs> run the other way um, the worst example of that is in um oh what do you call that really bad alien prometheus prometheus yeah, yeah where it's like not the even pillar thing or the the, it's just the a, ship is falling over yeah. and it's like run sideways it can't even change direction so like yeah yeah uh, have, you, have you seen the latest um game of thrones yeah yeah um episode five um, yeah well, we shouldn't like give 
anything close to a spoiler for something. No, no, there's just a scene where there's a character running away from a building collapsing. And they do exactly that. And, like, right. and I was looking at it going, run the other direction. And it's, uh, it's just funny. Yeah, maybe think of it. Yeah, but they're poor people. Yeah, but Prometheus <laughs> has yeah has the worst one where it's just like falling straight down. Uh, so we just run. We don't. Uh, we're not going up against Godzilla. We're hoping the military will take care of that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the military probably will. If they're going to defeat him on land, they're going to cause a nuclear explosion. Essentially, yeah, he's going to melt down. Well, actually, he, the thing is, like, if Godzilla stays on land too long, I assume he'll go into meltdown anyway. Uh, oh, yeah? Well, I assume so, if he's, like... He's essentially a nuclear reactor that's, like... Yeah. Won't be able to cool down on land. Oh, I suppose he didn't see keeps him cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think of it that way. Well, I think, like... I was going to say, I think that's how the science works, but there is no science. You're just kind of making stuff up, but I, I feel mean, like that's how you it You could work. argue... That that's what global warming actually is. Oh, maybe it's just Godzilla. Maybe that's what Godzilla is actually a metaphor for global warming. Yeah, just saying. Um, <laughs> maybe we could use Godzilla as an unlimited source of power. Maybe we could. <laughs> maybe the the cruel billionaires who like chain him up, like <laughs> use him for profit. Uh, yeah, I think you just don't want to be anywhere around Godzilla, so you just need to get away and hope that uh, people yeah. people more apt. Then like you will we'll fix it. I'm trying to think. Like even like, there's only f- very few ways you could survive, and being far away is the best one. Yeah, and then the alternative is to have like some kind of reinforced bunker deep underground, and even then, it might get torn apart by earthquakes. Yeah, and things. yeah so flooding or yeah, because like a lot of scenarios, it's about surviving them. But with, with Godzilla, you can survive by just getting away from home. And if you're, yeah. but if you're sticking around in any way, like I mean, you have to be figuring out a way to kill him, which you're never gonna do. No. So <laughs> you, you just need to run. Yeah. Like so, in in the film, we we mentioned that the oxygen destroyer is how to kill him in the original, yeah. uh, and that's a fictional device. So yeah, the well, actually, I was thinking about this while watching it. They're very sensible in their ways to try and stop him. Like they they actually like. So the first one is, well, the electric, they don't, yeah, they try and create basically like uh, they build a giant electric fence essentially. Which no matter, yeah, like even if you go by like how powerful Godzilla is, electricity, sh- like any creature should be capable of being electrocuted. Yeah, and again, going back to the animal thing of you get a big animal like that, it comes up onto the coast of near a city. And then hits a giant electric fence. It's just going to go, ah, fuck that, yeah, and go back yeah. to the ocean. Well, it's going to be like, what the hell is this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Would have never encountered it before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess the problem they just didn't, the voltage was too low for Godzilla. It was just enough to sort of frustrate him. Yeah, and for him to just break through it. And, um... Um, the, the oxygen destroyer in the film, what it does is it isolates oxygen molecules to just deprive and the just water of them. oxygen. It seems to so it's a day. This not yeah suffocate, but then it liquefies the oxygen or something. It said, and that's why they disintegrate. Yes, yeah, it just know, turns water into acid. Yeah, like, I don't know why they needed to add that piece to because it seemed more plausible if it just smothered smothered them. And they're like, yeah. well, then it's just like I think it was just for horror's sake or for yeah. visual effects. 
Maybe it was just so to get the effect across when the when the doctor with the eye patch shows her with the, the fish. fish. Yeah. yeah, it was probably just for that. Which actually, like, it's kind of that's what I like about those older films with limited special effects. Yeah, where they added something to the writing to make the visual so it's the the visual worked better because they're like, well, we can't really. Yeah. We can't show a fish suffocating in water and make sure that the audience knows that that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we can show them, we can like do, have them turn into a skeleton. Like, yeah, yeah. shitty effect. And they'll know for certain then that it's dead. So they change yeah. the writing to suit the visual that they can achieve. Yeah, which is then what happens to Godzilla at yeah. the end of it is he gets, uh, turns into a skeleton. Um. Uh, but yeah, so that unfortunately is a fictional creation. So like that won't yeah. kill him. And, and and I imagine like military thinking would be oh we'll we'll have to nuke him, yeah. But then is he immune to nukes? Does he feed off that same yeah energy? He gets stronger, yeah. As, as you nuke him, uh, the thing is, even if his if his skin is meant to be impenetrable, which let let's assume it is, his eyes still shouldn't be like he he still yeah. has eyes the same as most creatures, yeah. But also his eyes would be like the size of, I don't know, dinner plates or like a truck wheel or something. Like to be yeah. huge. Yeah, bigger even. Yeah, yeah. so a pretty bigger. big target. So you probably could, if you just shot rockets into his eyes, you probably could kill him. Yeah, you'd probably get into the brain. Yeah. yeah. Like that has to be a weak spot. Like, Yeah. Uh, again, he's going to fall and you just make sure the city's clear, I guess. Well, that's like going back to, I think, is it in the 98... Godzilla, it's he's just a giant lizard. So yeah, um, when they do, when they do hit it with um, the rockets, like they actually like go through it and break its skin and yeah, stuff, yeah. and it's um, actually just fuck it up, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, where that doesn't happen to got the Gojira, it doesn't no, happen yeah. to Godzilla. He doesn't um, even notice. Uh, like even when they do scramble the jets after the f- the electric fence fails and. Yeah, so this is, they have the electric fence, then the other side of that is they have, like, cannons and machine guns, which they try, and they don't, they seem to just piss them off even more, and then they scramble jets with, like, rockets, and they, they seem to really confuse them and fuck them up a little bit, but yeah. he, they're, they're not killing him, they're not, um, he seems to be dazed by them, and then it's just, it's not winning, he's just angrier then. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, Um so like those those kind of three things, which is like the, the electric fence, then using ground cannons, and then jets. Like, I can see that's what any defense or country would do. Yeah, and yeah. maybe that's enough. Maybe after that, even if it doesn't kill them, that like it just becomes the the the, the monster just like land becomes somewhere he just doesn't go. He's like, oh, when I go here, this yeah. happens. Yeah. I, in our, in our in our scenario, I think that's what would happen. Is yeah. if you keep having those defense, because like yeah, the first like we said, the first three or four times he attacks, the resistance takes like an hour and stuff. Yeah. Then we Once form our world Godzilla coalition and we mark our borders with these electric fences or with cannons and stuff, and we just now, unfor- we're just ready for him then. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, he he'll still be showing up at like fishing community communities in like Indonesia and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like because it's only going to be capital cities that yeah. are really going to have to fence. But now there is. I was looking into this. So in one of the Godzilla films, uh, I think it's Godzilla versus Byantine or something. 
let me not oh, no, it doesn't matter which film it is but in one of the godzilla films they use anti-nuclear energy bacteria oh, okay. to kill him which is another completely made up it's like the oxygen destroyer yeah of course yeah. uh but i found an article now it's from i fucking love science so okay. like sometimes they are ju- they just try capture you with a head a oh, headline yeah. and like the, the some like just because it's a science web a science blog doesn't oh, yeah, mean exactly. it's trustworthy uh but i did find this interesting uh I'm just going to read you a small bit of it. Researchers have found a remarkable species of bacteria that breeds uranium and thrives in abandoned uranium ore processing sites. The newly discovered strain, which belongs to a class called beta protobacteria, whatever, yeah. uh, was found in the soil at an old uranium ore mill in Colorado. The mill was once used for nuclear weapons production and the site is still radioactive to this day. The bacteria somehow takes a spare electron from the uranium in a process called reduction. It is unknown whether the resultant uranium is in a state of safe enough of safe enough for humans they mean in a state safe enough for humans uh to interact with however if this is the case then it could be a novel way of clearing up uranium polluted sites efficiently scientists are also unsure of the potential impact those organisms could have on the environment so more research needs to be done so essentially yeah it can eat uranium let's call it so if he's nuclear powered oh yeah just fucking cover them in this uh well that's what they do in the film like they just have yeah, this yeah. anti-nuclear energy that's bacteria. interesting actually they don't use it to kill godzilla i think it's the monster he's fighting but yeah. it's the same principle it's a monster that's i think <laughs> i think it's a monster like that was created using the dna of godzilla and a rose bush <laughs> <laughs> but because um, when you're going to combine two DNAs, I mean... <laughs> the first two I'd think of. What yeah. are the, the two most powerful creatures on Earth? Gorgira and a rosebush. It's like, what makes you think that? Oh, well, this morning I, I pricked my finger on a rosebush. <laughs> and uh, it really hurts. So, I think that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, if comparatively, like, considering the size of its thorns and the amount of blood it, draw, it drew, if you scale it up... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, professor you're fired <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, that, pulli- we're pulling your grant that does sound like a character from a Godzilla movie it does, like, does a lot it. of professors you, you're kind of question what yeah. they're in it for like I, yeah. I, I love in the most the 2014 US Godzilla the Japanese uh, he's not a professor but he's a scientist of some sort and that scene where he's just like let them fight Oh, yeah, and, and then like it's just like a cool line and he's like you know it's nature checking its balances or whatever but you're like really what he was saying is let them fight it's gonna look awesome yeah yeah <laughs> he just wanted to see two yeah. monsters fight yeah it's like fight. i can't trust you as a man of science i yeah. agree with you but <laughs> it's like, it's like no, no 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 in my scientific opinion this would be really cool yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh so I mean we haven't really gotten anywhere. There there might be something in the uh, antibacteria uh yeah, anti nuclear cool. energy bacteria. Uh and the thing is I think even if the military do get him with with our help or not, it seems like without our help it doesn't seem like we have any solution. 
no. Then I just I I just think of the last lines from the movie where the professor or the paleontologist says like that he he can't like clearly Godzilla is not the only one of his species that it just can't be possible that just yeah. one survived and mutated so it's just a matter of time before he comes back oh, they yeah. do his whole message he's like oh unless we stop nuclear tests oh yeah, yeah uh, there's gonna be more yeah well and there was more nuclear tests so in this world there would have to be another Godzilla anyway so it would just become a I think yeah. it would just become a constant threat do you think that would be like so like they were saying that like third or fourth time maybe the military defense where they're they're like ready for it and um maybe they actually kill it like the first thing i would think is like oh yeah but there's gonna be more yeah yeah. there's no way there was just one (laughs) you know there's there's gonna be more Uh yeah and but then like well what if there's not what if we could then go like two or three years and there hasn't been another one like how long before this start does it become like the white walkers Oh, yeah. they're just like ah they, they don't exist anymore yeah and then uh, like yeah the, the society after like five years just convinces themselves that's not what happened <laughs> yeah uh, and then oh, another... oh you're crazy a Godzilla hasn't existed in seven years <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that'd be like the sequel movie like yeah. you're nuts we've seen no evidence of another one over the last seven years it's very unlikely in, like, we're pulling the funding to, for against the electric fence around the coast and it'd be like Wait, seriously? <laughs> they uh, done a, a Godzilla in, in the mid-80s, Toho done another one, where it was like, the idea was like, oh, it got a bit too silly, where he had a son and he was fighting other monsters from space. Oh, yeah. So let's start it again and make him a villain again. So they done one that was kind of like a sequel to the original, so it's 30 years later. Yeah. And when, like, a fishing boat... Oh, it's like 85, is it? Yeah, is it, yeah, yeah. And when it's attacked and, like... You know, there's two survivors. They both swear they saw Godzilla. Everybody's like, "Oh, you're crazy! It's been thirty years. That was a one-off thing." It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, like, if if Godzilla is a metaphor for like nuclear for the for the H bomb, that'd yeah. be like saying like, "Ah, oh, but like it's been seventy years since Hiroshima. No, nobody'll ever use a nuke again. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy talk." <laughs> like, no, I don't. No, no, nobody would do that. You know what? People are kind of like that, I suppose. A lot of people think it's because, like, people saw how destructive it was. They're like, ah, probably nobody would ever risk it again. Yeah, ah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But it's quite different from a, a Godzilla. It being 30 years because humans have no control over it. So it's worse yeah. that people are like, ah, oh, it was 30 years ago. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Yeah. Um, so what do you think our chances are if... Godzilla hits Dublin. Uh, well, if it hits Dublin, I think pretty. I'd say nil, realistically, because yeah. even like moving inland. Yeah. Now the advantage of moving inland here is that because it's such a, we have such a small population anyway. Even in our cities, that Godzilla might give up very. If he's looking for food, he might give up yeah. very quickly, and not venture too far inland. Yeah, yeah. Like even if he arrives in Dublin, and over two three weeks like eats so many thousand people um and then decides oh it's a, i'm just gonna make this my nest and he's just like sleeping on dolly man's dolly Man <laughs> strand and he's just there like he's probably not gonna go wandering any further land like like that again think of him like an animal like mm. it'll find its territory 
however big that'll be, it's probably not going to be include the whole island. Though you never know. Yeah, but then I wonder: is his um, are his other strengths and senses proportionate? to his sort of size and scale like how far can a human see like what's our field of vision i have no idea but you know can he see for 60 miles because he's yeah 160 feet into the air yes yeah, so is he just like looking over and going like oh there's there's a village over there <laughs> uh, like, he's he's high enough up that he could like can he see the curvature of the earth no. <laughs> <laughs> can he see? don't be silly johnny the earth's but, flat <laughs> but like is he high, high enough up that even if his vision is in grey he can still see that there there's, there's more road like does he know what road does he learn he sees humans travelling on roads does he see that in the yeah. distance be like oh so I does what's he over wander there? around the whole island yeah. like you were saying it's like awfully an hour drive away for him how many strides is that for him yeah you know the thing is like he doesn't he never really moves fast in any of the movies he's quite no, no. he's slow and shambling I, yeah. I saw on one of the like the Zillopedia, I think they have him like clocked at eighteen miles an hour is the fastest he can go. It's very slow. Yeah, considering how big he is, I just think like, like his, how big is his gait? You know, when he's walking. Like... Well, like as we know from the documentary Jurassic Park, yeah, uh, a Tyrannosaurus Rex is thirty-five miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, I think so. so... Because I would have thought because he's so big and his legs are quite small, you know, he's got like stumpy enough legs. Yeah, he is quite stumpy. Uh, that's to support his weight. Yeah. Um, but is it like, you know, it's the real typical movie thing of when there's something is gigantic, it moves really slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. even Ant-Man does it when he goes giant and it's just like, oh yeah. Like it doesn't, it, to me that doesn't really make sense. Not really, like, no. Are they really getting that much more wind resistance or air resistance? Because to them, proportionally... Well, bigger people are slower. Like, you watch a, a UFC fight, a heavyweight UFC fight versus a featherweight UFC fight. They're moving a lot slower. Yeah. I suppose because you're carrying weight, like, you're mm. moving, like, muscle weight, you are moving slower. Yeah, or I suppose with them, it's actually not so much that they're moving slower, but they're... have less in the tank. Like, they might move faster... As yeah. fast in the first round, but by the third yeah. round, they're moving slower than... Yeah, yeah. Like, just Godzilla have a sprint speed? Yeah. You know, and yeah. then he's That's exhausted. That's he should. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, like, the one in in the 98 version, it's just... It's like a T-Rex. It's just yeah, milling around yeah. the place and climbing... Well, buildings. he's more like a lizard, yeah. Or he's yeah. just, like... You see... I think I how fast of... lizards are, like... Yeah. Really fast. You see, the 98 one, like, I, I know we've just been defending that on a lot of this podcast, but him moving like that, there is something a bit more scary about that. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, like, I guess that's almost like the the, the Cloverfield monster. Yeah, It's yeah. done in the same kind of way. Yeah, which I forgot completely about that film. Yeah, I didn't even think of it until yeah. now. Um, and they do, which is, it's the original Godzilla thing, is, it's the, what are they called, the troglodytes, is it? The, the, the paleontologist oh, guy finds yeah, in the footprint yeah. um yeah we never mentioned and that. he's like oh it's an, old, it's an extinct animal and all yeah, yeah and then and then they don't really get to go into it anymore in that edit anyway no i did, um, they don't think that i think they only appear for that one yeah. scene in the original. where in cloverfield they do this he's like just as alien like parasitic creatures yeah uh, fall off it and like attack people well, or infect in, um, people and stuff and in godzilla 85 they're yeah. a bigger part too because they oh, have yeah. better effects so like one of the guys in the 
opening scene, it's actually one of them that attacks one of the guys. Like, it's a guy that finds the fisher boat that's been attacked, and one of them oh, yeah. fell off on it, so it attacks him. Yeah. Um, I forgot completely about that, the Cloverfield. So they still got it from another Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah. yeah and they're big. It's like in, a, in Pacific Rim, they have, the kaijus have mites on them. Yes, yeah, yeah. Forgot about those. Um, they're like giant mites. I yeah. Are we uh, are we done at that? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's not much else except no. you know, run away in, not straight away from it, <laughs> and um, yeah, and yeah I, head inland uphill I, uphill like that seems to work for them a lot in the movies. They run uphill yeah. and survive more. Yeah, like one of the earliest when when they see him, like the first time you get a real good look at him. He's the opposite side of a hill, and it's like yeah. he can't actually get to where they are because it's just the, his head. Like, yeah, head. there's no sl- the slope at the end is too steep for him to climb that. Yeah, so that I that's yeah, good thinking. Live uh, in the mountains. Live in uh, the mountains. Uh, this is though, like, might be one of the. Well, I'm sure we've done it before, but like where we just end on a, I just run away. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to like bring back the like ending every episode with like what you pack in your bug out bag first. But I think in this episode, why not you just throw away your bug out bag because it's gonna it's gonna weigh you down when you're <laughs> running away from the giant lizard. Yeah. <laughs> um, or um, was it um, like radiation eating bacteria makes you have them in your yeah, backpack? Yeah, if you can carry them, maybe like a snorkel for the tsunami that might be coming. Yeah. But I think, like, if you have time, you should just be running and throwing away your bug out bag. Yeah. I was sitting here thinking, you know, where we are, I'm sure we're far enough away from the sea, maybe we're okay. And as I was thinking that, a seagull flew yeah. by the window. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, no, no, we'd be fucked where we yeah, are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, run. Yeah, so just run. So you think we uh, uh, survive is the big question. We can run, but do we survive? Do we get inland? Yeah. I mean, if he's only killing 10% of the population, then we have a 90% chance of surviving. That's a good way to look at. And, like, we won't waste any time thinking, is that... We, we've already talked about this enough that maybe, yeah. like, when when the time comes, because I believe it's inevitable now, Yeah, uh, we'll be like, no, we already had this discussion. Let's just... Run. Yeah. Like, no, do you know what I think I'll do? I think it's the best defense is I'm going to stand directly in his path on the road. Your, make yourself look bigger. Look <laughs> look up at him and just scream. Um, that seems to work. Yeah, for, good, good. Um, hopefully oh, no, somebody... Wait, wait all those people die. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully while you're doing that, somebody else jumps out behind him with, with Valerian steel. <laughs> <laughs> um oof. Okay. Uh, deep cuts, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then he just falls down. But, yeah. um, no, I think, yeah, run and we'll be fine. Don't waste any time thinking about, like, oh, this is incredible, a giant monster. Just like, oh, I'll think about that later. There'll be enough videos on YouTube. Yeah, no, I just, yeah, straight. Giant monster, run away. So, yeah, if you liked this, uh, give us an old subscribe. I was going to say give us a like, but that's more of a YouTube thing. But do uh, rate and review. Uh, Reviews really help, but it's a bit of an a bit of effort to leave a review or not effort but it's more like awkward to sort of even yeah. like what do you write in a review so if you're not the type of person to do that just leave us uh, a rating a star rating yeah a lot of people have give us reviews though all appreciated there's some funny ones in there yeah and if you want to go a step further you could actually like i don't know recommend us to a friend you know if every, if every 
person listening to this got one person to listen to it yeah we double our audience we double our audience we we did what was this uh, octuple, octuple <laughs> yeah, our audience yeah. if everybody listening to this got one more person to listen to it we'd have 12 listeners <laughs> yeah. uh, no but would that make a huge difference it would yeah uh, be amazing you could also just like share us on social media yeah. and stuff just like repost on twitter and all that but also there are like there's a lot of publications that i do see around looking for podcast recommendations to review because a lot of them have like podcast recommendation sections now and stuff so like the av club which used to be a part of the onion but they have a section called podmas where the every week they put together the best podcast episodes of that week yeah uh so it could be like joe rogan and, like, there could be podcasts where every week they have a really good episode, so they might be on it every week. Yeah. But, uh, obviously, for, like, publications like that, we can't really recommend ourselves. But if enough people listening to this uh, wanted yeah. to, like... Recommend. Recommend yeah. us that, that that could make a huge yeah, difference. Yeah. You know, we don't have advertising or Patreon. So. No, and uh, <laughs> not that we have a sponsor or anything, but there is a new Godzilla movie coming out at the end of the month. And I'm, I'm going to go see it. Are you? <laughs> yeah, what is that? What do you mean by that? It's like we're not like sponsored by the movie or anything. But I'm oh, still, right, I'm, sorry, still yeah. I'm still I'm not I'm not endorsing it, but I'm not not endorsing it. Okay, yeah. is where I was going with See, that. I do think about that. It's funny because like we always do cover stuff. Like, well, not always, but a lot of times, like, oh, this film is coming out. We'll do an episode on it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're technically just promoting a movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's a, a, a film that's going to make two billion dollars. Yeah, anyway, and like. We, we're just like there's a lot of people that might not really like the old Godzilla movies but will have are subscribed to this podcast listen to this episode liked it like oh yeah I must go and check out that new Godzilla movie it's like it is really weird that we're just yeah, that we're just giving them that. free advertising <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah we should at least get like you know like back in back in the 90s you used to get like production jackets oh like, yeah the collector items like or yeah, a hat even yeah yeah legendary <laughs> legendary films Send yeah. us some Godzilla merch. Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, or, like, get us into the to the, one of the screenings. It's That'd probably cool. actually out by the time this podcast goes up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you could, like, recommending us to places like that would be awesome. Don't want to beg, but uh, it'd be really cool. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some journalist reviews um, yeah. and things like that. That'd be cool. That'd be good, too, yeah. yeah. Um, and be recommended on some websites. You can also chat to us on Discord as well. Yeah. You can chat to us when, when we're, we're there. there anyway. Yeah. It's, uh, we'll put a link in the description. Uh, you can yeah. also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Disaster Artists. And we also have a YouTube page with a few videos on it. I might not have time, but I kind of want to do a companion piece to this episode. Yeah. So maybe it'll be there. Go subscribe anyway. Link in the description. If that's not there, there's something else I'm working on that will be up there cool. very soon. It's going to be really good. It's going to be really funny. And if you have time before you leave, I, I'll, I'll show you what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so su- subscribe to the YouTube. And if you want to support the show, grab a T-shirt on T Public. Uh, you can get the normal or cover yep. T-shirt and the Acolytes of Apocalypse, which. If you're a new listener, that means nothing to you, but you'll learn in time. It's our own cult, I mean, uh, following <laughs> of people. And, uh, we love you all, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Have a nice apocalypse.